All right, so I'm going to introduce everybody. Well, get the get the ball rolling on here. So, uh, hello everyone. Welcome to the Dylan and Joe Basement Podcast. We've got uh, one of us here in an actual basement. The rest of us are in a theoretical basement. We're here for episode sixty-one. I'm one of your hosts, Dylan. And this is record. The, yeah, and this is the other host, Woodbooger. And uh, Woodbooger, do you want to introduce us to one of our newest, most fucking awesome guests here? You better to believe we're going on episode 61 here. We're bringing in our newest, hottest guest. We have Sean Pippin. I also know as Croix Mongrel. Sean, give us <laughs> a shout out. Sean, so what's up, man? Yeah, yeah I'm the uh, resident Australian on, on set. Uh, Croix. Nice to have you here. Croix, you are uh, familiar with the old Bobby over there down in Australia. Yeah, right. Yeah, well, you know, you throw a couple of five, right, nice, people believe you. Yeah, there we go. Uh, speaking of that, Christ, uh, it sounds like you had some sort, I know you guys are down in um, the basement, but it's in Rhode Island. Um, it sounds like you kind of have a New York accent. Are you from that neck of the woods? I am. No, no, I don't even uh, No. You sort of no, said, you said something like coffee earlier, only it was oh. something else. Where does that come I from? I thought my main thing was mumbling, but I didn't think I had an no. accent. No, you, you know? got a little bit of a thing. Like you got like yeah, a I don't recognize his accent. Thing. Maybe I maybe I'm around him. I heard too, something. Yeah. Well, it'll come out again, I promise. But I've also Joe, I know that one of the places you lived had a certain plumbing thing going on that I've seen in New York City and haven't seen somewhere else. So like the, the accent sort of trickles up. You got Boston yeah. trickling down. You got New York coming up. It, they can fight. So you well, might say some things. In Providence. It's the closer. It's just like in Boston. The closer you are to a city, the more of an insane accent you have. And in Rhode Island, the farther away you are from Providence, the less of an accent that you have. And he's from Southern Rhode Island, kind of where it's like away from the city. So he didn't have that crazy like, oh, we're talking over here in the street. There, we work with a guy who talks exactly like that, but he's from yeah. Providence. So he's he's from. Uh, Kingstown, which is a little bit more of like a normally people. It's like the uh, the Marlboro of uh, Rhode Island kind of, you know. So still accents, yeah. but you didn't have it as bad. At least I can't notice it. Gotcha. But yeah, it was a little bit. I mean, the only thing people have ever accused me of was being like super Italian or Jewish because of my nose, but no one ever said I had an accent. <laughs> I just mumble a lot, so. Well, there you Turns go. Turns out you were Polish all along. So, well, <laughs> yeah, I know, right? Yeah. Ukrainian there we go. Yeah, I'm Polish. Um, Polish is for it's, uh, yeah. So anyway, yeah. Yeah. thanks for the introduction. Welcome. Yeah, to no, pod. of course. Thanks for coming on, man. We appreciate your time with everything going on. So it's all good. So um, I, I, before we get into uh, today's main topic, uh, me and Joe just wanted to quickly discuss the, um, you know, th this could be, this could have something to do with what we're talking about, Joe, right? I mean, because. I don't think so, but no, I'm it could. happy to talk to you about it. <clears throat> Even it though, could, you know. because because the moon-eyed people who we'll get into uh, from Appal Appalachian, we'll get into this in a second, guys, are European descent. Okay. And some people from European descent have the last name Wiener. Wiener, yeah. Wiener. A portion of people? Some of them, yeah. Like, probably a, like in the hundreds of thousands of people have the last name Wiener. Like, you mean like uh, Andrew, the, the politician? Or whatever, yeah, Wiener. His name's Andrew Wiener. You never heard of this guy, Dylan? It's hilarious. What's he doing? He got he got um caught sending a dick pic to an underage girl. You're and his last me. name's Wiener. 
that's fucking the funniest thing I've heard all yeah, day. Yeah, he was the representative from New York. Yeah. yeah. Anthony and his Wiener. last name's fucking Wiener, and he's he sending a dick pic. A oh my god, girl. holding up the family name. He's he's minor, so, that was so the American system's working great. Oh, oh nice. really? Yeah, he got kicked out of office and reelected because people were like, "Oh, come on! You sent a couple dick pics to teenagers. What's the big deal?" It's like it's kind of a big deal. It's a little bit of a big deal, yeah. It's regardless of your last name being Wiener, it's a pretty yeah, big deal. Regardless of how funny the news story is, you shouldn't be reelected. Yeah, you would never forget. You could never be accused of being like, "Oh, I forgot it was that guy." Because like, there's only one Wiener. It's his it was name. Wiener. It's right yep. there, story. Oh, I wouldn't have voted for it. it was the same guy. I thought it was a different Wiener. Like, no, there's only one Wiener. Yeah, and some, <laughs> and he has some fucking balls too. I mean, like. We all have relatively yeah, no, no offense, no fucking offense to anybody, but like, imagine growing up as the wieners. Like, oh hey, we're going to the wieners' house for dinner. You know, it's like it's we're a little bit. It's dinner. just a little bit different than the kind of like you know. Yeah, it's it's a funny last name. He must have been made fun of it for his whole life. Plus just all, it's just a little bit funny, and it's all good. Like, if, if we're probably gonna have a wiener on our podcast one day, and it's totally cool. No offense, but it's a little funny. You know, well, that, that YouTube might block us for that, but I'm okay. They might. Yeah. So anyway, so um, so we learned today because I um, I sent a message through uh, I texted a, a number through Craigslist. Um, you know, when you go to buy something on Craigslist and it said uh, it says, uh, you know, their number, it says please text. So I text them said this whole thing that I, and after that, my phone knows what numbers associated with who like mine will say Dylan Reed. That was weird this, to me that your phone already saved a contact of a random ass Craigslist number. It didn't really save it, but when I pull up, when I pull up, when I pull up so the you text capitalized chain, it to make it funnier. No, 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 no. It just, it just, uh, you can't really see it, but you can. It, well, you it said my to phone me it was different than all the other contacts. Like it stuck out like a sore thumb. Well, no, but it's like it, sometimes it would just say like eight seven seven eight seven five whatever the fuck. You know, but this time, like when my phone knows what numbers associated with what human, just like the old like caller ID, Sue, it would say like, oh, this is call a call from Walgreens. You know, my phone does that. You know, yours probably does too. Um, and it says Stephen Weiner. Yeah, and, and it has like a all capitalized. It all like capitalized Stephen Weiner, yeah. but it's W E E N E R, not to confuse you with W E I N E R. So. So the funniest thing about Steven Weiner is that I all of a sudden was like, all right, what's up with this? Cause I know like last names, like, you know, Collins has a name with like a dog. You guys were like sheep herders or something like that, or dog shepherd people or something. And my name means I was a criminal and Weiner. I'm like, so what's up with Weiner? Cause it's probably not, you know, he's sending dick pics to people in New York. It's probably something like, you know, something wiener related but i don't know what something a wiener hundreds means. of years old naturally. yeah yeah not dick pics or not you know the town fucking you know nudist or rapist or whatever so it's it's actually um means he was a, a wagon driver in the day in germany so for those of you who are laughing every time someone talks to you with the last name wiener it's actually because stop they laughing it's not stop funny. it's not funny <laughs> Thank you, Dylan, for that PSA. Let's talk about not, the Appalachian Trail now. Jesus hang on, it's not, I know. I just want to say it's, it's a lot funnier funny. text message wait, than it is wait, rehashing. I know it's it on the real, podcast. but it's not the last name. It, no, this is people want to know this. Wiener right, means right. wagon driver or wagon like wheel builder, and then this guy who's W E E N E R came probably to Ellis Island, and they said we don't want to be 
looking like we're the wieners. So we're going to change the I to an E, which is even funnier <laughs> because you're not fooling anybody. Which is how, when you type in wiener, you're, that's how you're typing it. E, E, like, like, look at my wiener. You're not doing it. I spell wiener with an I. Like, yeah, we don't understand what you're saying. Just put us through, please. We want a better life in America. And they're like, yeah, yeah. Whatever you say, wiener. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we'll change it from W E I N E R to W E and no one will know. They'll, no one will laugh either. No, so, their last uh, name was Verstappen. Uh, and they're like, we heard Wiener. Oh, yeah. So that brings us right to our topic, uh, which is uh, Appalachia or Haunted Appalachia, Haunted Appalachian Trail or Appalachian Trail, depending it. on where you're from. So, Joe, like, since you fucking hate wieners, where are we going with this? Let's yeah, go. Well, I'm going to cut yeah. all that out and start the podcast right here. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, we're keeping it in. So I'm joking. I'll, I'll keep it hey, good money for this podcast. But really keep, slow to keep, wean, to keep the here. fucking really, wieners in it. Let's, so let's start way downhill and just work our way up like the Appalachian Trail. Yeah. So the wieners came over here and then to the AT. And, uh, but yeah, so I, I always pronounce it Appalachian, which everyone I know does, but we're not from there. But it's like saying uh, it's not Missouri. It's Missouri or Louisville or Nolens. Oh, sorry. Sean, I can't hear you. You need like a, a little buildup because your mic's so quiet. Go ahead. That's like Appalachia, they say, right? Like Appalachia. Exactly right. Yeah. Exactly. So they actually say Appalachia. So I'm going to try to say that, but I might slip up a couple of times. Yeah. They want to hear something fucking Yankee. funny, Joe, that you're going to fucking hate is that they say Appalachia for the same reason Wiener, Miss Sean Wiener, whatever. Uh, you're Sean. No, uh, Stephen Wiener changed his name from W E I N E R to W E E is because Appalachia came from the native americans that call it something else and they they started to morph it over into sort of more something digestible for like you know white settlers and it became appalachian but it was normally a, a version of appalachia so the real southerners the real people in west virginia the real people are in like virginia and all the other places with the southern parts of the appalachian trail yeah still call it appalachia appalachia which is the original version of it it's a couple off from the original version yeah yes. yeah but that's that's yep. closer to what it's supposed to be called an appalachia yeah right. yeah well, the muskogees the muskogees the muskogee tribe of native americans named it something around appalachia but it was in their language moved over to eventually appalachian appalachian so i won't try yeah. to say it that way anyways appalachia today we're talking about the appalachia mountains and all the mysterious hauntings going on there part of that trail also called the smoky mountains or the misty blue mountains and not only is there tons of wild crazy unexplained mysteries and horrific moments that happen here there's a history and there's a modern version of it it's still going on here we're going to dive into all that today a couple of weird stories and weird little tidbits about what that's all about and now we're going to get it one by one and i can't hear myself talking now here we go Dylan, do you want to get started or do you want me to start us off? 
Yeah, you get to start off. I've got some information to fill it in. Um, yeah. So I'll, pa- I'll put up the picture now, but the Appalachian Mountains, they range all the way from Alabama all the way up until um, Western Maine. It's still considered part of the trail there. That's a big swath of America. It's basically America's got the two mountain ranges that, that divide it. And there's no surprise why all the 13 original colonies in the United States were all east of this. If you look at the map, what I have up now, Basically, every single state is east of the Appalachian Mountains because mountains are hard as shit to cross. Just ask the Donner Party. This is good. Yeah, and uh, that's why all the states are there. It took us a little while to get over that shit. And that's the same with the Appalachian Trail. It starts in uh, near Atlanta, Georgia, and heads all the way up until northern Maine. And some people- t- I think it's like 2,200 miles from, from, uh, Damn. from Ass and Tea Kettle. Yeah, that's a lot yeah. of walking, especially the people too, from like Southern Alabama people all the way to like backwoods Maine people. Yeah, yeah. That's, a, that's a big swap of different people. Yeah, but they have the same accent though. Don't forget that. Yeah, they all have the same accent. Roll out. Backwoods Maine people and the Southern Alabama people all sound like this. They talk about being off of you know 400 miles west of Bangor to uh, you know they all they all do that situation. So yeah, I mean none of it's like near a city; it's all its own environment here. Yeah, it is. So there's a little bit of shit going on to uh, to let you guys know what's going on and why we're here and why you should. We don't want to scare anybody who's listening to this podcast, but we do want to let you know that there's a little bit of a thing that we didn't quite come across. But if you've ever been anywhere on the AT, as we're going to call it for moving forward, because I don't speak two different uh, accents at the moment. Um, There's some shit. So if you can't sleep at night, or you've ever been camping and there's been something that's been the critters and then something else, well, you're not crazy. There's things that go bump in the night or things that look through through the trees or all of a sudden uh, you get some warnings about, you know, once the night comes, it's time to go in the tent. Well, you're not wrong. There's a a lot of warnings and a lot of stories about some fucked up shit. So Sean, what what were you saying? I said like Bigfoot. Jokingly. No, that's that's basically what we're talking about. Everyone's worried about Bigfoot and like there's real stuff out there. Yeah, There's real stuff out there. Yeah. Which I will get into for sure. Wait, wood booger is a real thing? Yeah. Oh, but probably in West Virginia, not Maine. Oh, yeah. West oh, Virginia. Yeah. You know, it, it sounds like a West Virginia type of thing if I've ever heard one. Wood booger. Wood booger. The old wood. Whoa. Holy cow. All right. Um, that's why my connection is shitty. Um, sorry for all the clicks. Um, so, yep, wood booger. I had 45 at least Zoom calls open. So, Jesus. <laughs> I don't know what the fuck happens, um, but all right, so that's where it is. And, uh, you know, the people who live there, uh, it's, it's a, it's a wide range of people, obviously, but like, as Dylan alluded to here, it's very similar culture throughout the whole trail. It's a similar environment, similar situation. And a lot of people are living almost, if not totally off the grid up there in the mountains. Of course, there's plenty of people who live nearby just for the scenery to be part of the, uh, Appalachian mountains. But a lot of people there, they live far away from what you consider modern culture, and they have their own way of living and their own traditions that they hold up here. Sometimes people call them hillbillies. Yeah, but there's a little more to the magic than just being a hillbilly, you know what I mean? Mm. We shall see. Yeah, we shall see. So we got a couple of rules. So if you are someone who has 
at least two to three generations of living off of living in Appalachia. Um, it sounds like it's common knowledge that you've got a couple of rules that were carried down from generation to generation. All right. And these come from people who hunt for a living, who fish for a living, who sort of go off grid. Um, living off the land. Living off the land. They might not. Obviously, they go to a city. They want to go have an old glass of, uh, you know, whiskey. Southern's finest whiskey, you know, type of thing. They might do that. Um, and uh, what they tell you is, uh, number one rule is, is just don't go off the trail. Don't go in the woods. There's no reason to go in the woods. Yeah. Don't go at night. And when it's okay. night, don't look in the trees. And um, and if you're if you're there, if you see something, you hear something, you didn't hear something and you didn't see something. I heard but that you, on repeat. They go, if you saw something, you didn't see it. If you think you see so many times, you didn't see it. You didn't see it. Don't whistle in the woods. Don't look in the Ignorance trees. Ignorance is definitely a big part of living there in more it, ways than one. It sounds like it. When the, when the, when the, it's, you know, dust the dawn, don't look in the trees. Keep the blinds closed. Don't look at them. Don't acknowledge them. If something's screaming, nothing was screaming. And uh, ignore their pleas for help. Ignore the pleas for help. If you hear your name, time to get moving, but don't run. Because if you run, it means that you're prey. So walk away. But look away, be aware, but not too aware. And um, and uh, that's kind of what we're getting at here is that there's more to the AT than what people think. And there's there's rules and there's things. And if you don't, it's not like all of a sudden you just get really, really scared. It means that if you don't abide by these rules and if you go off the trails, you might end up dead. Yeah, the boogers are gonna get you. The boogers are gonna get you. Which I'm not just making that up. That's what they call the, the like the things that go bump in the night. They think that they say they're called boogers in West Virginia. The other and things. Grandparents would tell you, hey, you don't go outside at night or you'll get caught by the boogers. Which I'm sure they know those mm. are the things in your nose, right? They can't. They can't think that's the same thing. Well, and boogers aren't. I mean, for honestly, Boogie boogers man, aren't that scary. I'm not really that scared of boogers. Um, so right, but they're not talking about the nose nuggets. They're talking about I know. Actual, uh, monsters or something. They think about like, but they're they're referencing like boogeyman stuff, you know. Reference That's what like, I'm yeah. thinking. It's like a, it's off of boogeyman, but then you know, in the Appalachian Trail, they call them boogers. Just call them boogeyman, like, man. Plural version, like boogeymen, like boogers. Boogers. I don't know. Yeah, they like they really like that ers end of words there. I think. Yeah, it really uh, stigmatizes the whole language. <laughs> yeah. Like, uh, you know, a little is on there yeah it does so Burners, um, boogers yeah all those things and like, especially being like we're, we're talking people who are you know like not necessarily mainstream city people so they like to have you know a lot of nicknames for things you know like what's an example joe like what would be uh yankees they'll call people from the north call yankees but like they have a lot of names for like i was just thinking of moonshine but that's obviously a specific thing but like yeah, moonshine is also a huge part of uh, Appalachian culture, which is when the uh, they wanted to keep uh, 
getting the booze going. And although it's a big part of the prohibition era, they've been doing it up in those woods forever. So why would you have to go to a store a hundred miles away, walking through the woods to get booze when you just make it in your backyard, even if it's illegal, who's going to find the strongest you? Form of it. The strongest form. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And I think that has a lot to do with the, the boogeyman stories we're going to hear today is uh, moonshiners. Much like stumbling upon a cartel in Colombia, it's not the boogeyman that'll get you. It's adult men who have a vested interest in their illegal activities. Well, that's the yeah. scariest thing. And that's why we're bringing this up today. That's is that, the real like, It's not, it's, it's so like the, the reason that there's like a public awareness right now is that I'm not necessarily sure. So this, everything that I just said about like, don't be out after dark, don't stare in the woods, don't do this, don't, you know, like, you know, don't have a welcome mat because if you welcome these people in, they're going to come into your place. Like, mm-hmm. stay with a light source. Don't investigate a sound. Don't investigate something tapping on your tent. That sounds a lot more like you know the Mothman, Bigfoot, uh, aliens. You know these type of things. Yeah. From our conclusions, is that the things that actually kill you? We're kind of thinking that it's not the spiritual realm. There might be more to this, and it might come down to my first thing that I said is the Moonite people. So, oh, oh, okay. I see. I'm just thinking, get into this. So, like, there like, are, it's not all there... that weird shit. It's the other weird shit that I came up with. I yeah, but my job for me for a second, but then you took a no, hard, no, hard I... skid just to, to Dylan. No, I'm taking a hard skid because, like, the things that don't like the lights, and then the things that, like, you know, the things that, you know, go like, oh, hey, don't have a welcome mat because if you have a welcome mat, it lets like things won't come into your house if they're not welcome. These spirits don't do that. I don't think that based off of my stories, I'll be the first to tell you that I don't think that those are the real issue right now. I don't on think the, so on the Appalachian Trail, and that sums up the entire reason. Spooky stories and stuff. We actually definitely, yeah, yeah, I definitely do. Um, so uh, let's get into these spooky stories and why this comes down to a thing that is like, again, we're talking. If you want to go into these realms, you know, you're talking to the right crowd. Betty and Barney Hill, people who are you who were abducted, basically on the AT in New Hampshire, were abducted by aliens. We're not is going that right. There. I didn't put that together. Lincoln, New Hampshire. Uh, we're not going there today. You know, it kind of reminds me. Uh, oh, it kind of reminds me of those. Uh, do you hear me now? Yeah, I can hear you. But when we're talking, for whatever reason, like you, you're completely silent. It's kind of annoying. Sorry about that. Go ahead. That's also best case scenario, probably. No, because no, I can't hear. No, you. no, we want to hear you, man. Yeah, just uh, yeah. Murphy's Law. Uh, but yeah, I was gonna say, it reminds me of uh, this documentary uh, Sasquatch that I watched, where this guy like heard like these spooky stories. Mm-hmm. about these three mexicans that got like killed in like a dope farm in like mendocino county and then like for years everyone was like yeah they ripped them to pieces like bigfoot to this and that and he like delved into it just because he's like obviously it wasn't that but i gotta find out like but the murders did happen so then it was like all these backwoods like hell's angels all these people growing to like joe joe and you said out if you have like a vested interest yeah. and like you're doing making moonshine or doing something with drugs and people come like you know, trickling around that shouldn't be there. And they're from like, they're outsiders. You're like, okay, well, they're buried tonight in that hill over there because right, like we yeah, can't- whether or not they are boogers. People have cell phones and like means to like call authorities or like they'll like run and be like, oh my God. You know what I mean? And like, they're just like, all right, we're not taking a chance. You know what I mean? It makes similar <laughs> sense or the same ilk, you know? Same yeah. like cartel you said. You run into those people, it's like, it's not that they're a spirit. It's just they're- you know, have zero value of life and value what they value. 
I would rather run into Sasquatch than the cartel. That's for damn sure. That's fucking for sure. It reminds me of um, of two things. In uh, I think it was um, in Ozark, they've got a, a weed farm. And then same with like Far Cry 3, 4, or 5. I forget what was like in like 2012 or 13. Oh, it's 5. Yeah. 5, yeah. You come across the weed farm and it plays yeah, that like that awesome. dubstep song. Fucking great mission. But all oh, of a sudden no, you come at- three. I thought you were talking about a, a hillbilly uh, growing no. weed in the, yeah, because that's more of, even though what we're talking about today is very Far Cry 5, the uh, Far Cry 3 is what you're talking about with the the bonfire song. Yeah, that thing rocks. Yeah, 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 exactly. I was like this, like, yeah, that was good. But yeah, you come across those people, you got a way bigger problem than coming across a bunch of shit in the woods that you shouldn't look at because it's going to look back, you know, that's, <laughs> look back that's definitely, yeah, definitely going to be worse. Um, yeah. So that's a good point, Sean. But, uh, but, but just, yeah, so what do you want to talk about, Benny and Barney Hill? Because I don't know. It's no, no, I don't at all. I was saying that this this kind of is one of the first podcast episodes we have where I'm not going to – I don't want to take it there. I want to take this to a different level. I yeah, think, yeah, I, I think we that – Yeah, always do aliens. Well, why would we waste an Appalachian Trail one on aliens? Yeah, exactly. Um, they, they they So you know. the aliens, you know, that type of thing, it was during the Eisenhower administration, and they were given free roam through the national parks, you know, they took people this is supposedly a thing due to project blue book we've covered this ten thousand times we're on an episode of just the at and basically at people appalachian trail appalachia people and they from my understanding of this is that there's a whole lot of weeds that you got to cut down before you get to the real truth and the real truth comes down to the fact that these things kill you but not things people so I'm not too scared about uh, some of the stuff that we've been seeing on TikTok and some of the things that we've seen on other stuff about yeah. them not liking lights, but these things, I'm still a little bit nervous. I'm sleeping in an A-frame in the middle of the words, whatever, somewhere on, on the AT or hiking and sleeping in a tent at night. Like I'm not, I don't know, I will think about this stuff, but, um, but overall, I think that there's something there that is a mixture of what Sean was saying with the weed people like essentially the cartel except they're not the cartel they're 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 a mixture of the cartel a mixture of the moonshiners and a mixture of people who have been here since before the native americans but are europeans that's really old we have to get into that but i think we should get into that once we talk about the fake stuff that isn't real let's do it let's where it go. might be real you know this JPP. dylan could believe in it but obviously i don't think it's real but we'll find out right now uh, so I would lead off with my first cryptid story because there's a couple of cool cryptids that come from the uh, the AT, as we're saying here. And this one is a firsthand account of a guy who went hunting there with one of his buddies. This is from back in the early 2000s. He went out there the first time they stayed in a cabin in the woods and they would hunt from the cabin. I think it was his grandfather's cabin. He was visiting. And the first time he went there in the cabin, he woke up to the strange foreboding feeling of dread, which seems to be like a part of all these stories even if you don't know what's happening you just feel this this awful notion that something terrible is going to happen yeah ominous which i've never really felt that before um i can imagine what it's like but i don't think i really know what it's like truly they say that people when they're about to um when they have like a stroke or something or that they have this feeling of impending doom or they have an aneurysm they have this feeling right before it uh, i don't really know what that's like because usually my feeling of dread is after something terrible has happened not before i have have you have you had that feeling of impending doom sean yes but i've been on like a lot of drugs every time 
So it's like correlation on the denominator. You know what I mean? Well, well like, did it lead up to something terrible happening? Yes. Do you care to uh, extrapolate? Tell us on what's that? up. Yeah. Uh, well, I mean, I remember when I got my car accident when I was driving a Rav Four. Yeah. And I flipped it. It was like a Prius after that one. I remember like before. Well, well actually, I was, the, the folks in the podcast don't know the story. I do, but if you don't mind telling it, would you tell, tell us what's it? up? Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Just yeah, go no into one, detail, no, no one, Not tell... everyone's been in an insane car accident like that. If you don't yeah, mind just telling. loosely well, I mean, tell us everything, man. You don't have like, to tell the details. Wanna, that whatever that you want to look bad. Just tell the details and make it sound a cool story. Yeah. Okay, I'll give. I'll, you know the details. It was uh, after oh, my man, first. Act like I don't know it. Yeah, we. I don't. I don't know but it. Dylan doesn't yeah. know, and no one. No one else knows either. Yeah, yeah. I'm just saying for you. You know what's coming. <laughs> yes, so, I do. Go man, ahead. Yeah. I uh, was hanging out with this girl. I had like one night off of my taking care of my daughter. Like we're having her one like one night. I was like, oh, I'll go out tonight since I haven't had a chance to go out in a while. Sure. And I met up with this girl, hooked up with her, whatever. Got a hand job. First time nice. I ever busted. Yeah. Hand job. Oh wow! Yeah, it's yeah. A momentous yeah, occasion. Well, that was the like, first time you ever busted from a hand job after you already had a daughter. That it's got to be one of the first times I've ever heard that. Hey man, I'm a, I'm a workhorse. I like putting in the work. You know. Where was the hand? <laughs> well, where was the hand job? Did we watch a movie? In the car? Were you in like a? In her apartment. Yeah, but I and just she just, started, I she just said, "Hey, it just, it just just we're gonna start with a hand job." Yeah, she's like, "I don't know you that well, but." She uh, didn't tell me that she was on her period. So, like, you know, she, uh, yes. yeah, yeah. We want details, man. So, so she's on her period. She goes, All right, I want to fucking go to town. So, we're Did just you gonna... off that. So, like, yes, I guess so. You know, even though it was like not ideal. Was it oh, awesome? So, you settled. You settled. She's like, Well, I would have sex with you, but I, I also could um, uh, go skiing with you right about now. But I'm out. You know what I mean? I don't have many chances to go out. So, yeah, when in Rome, I might as well get a souvenir, you know? Yeah, you got to get oh, something. I mean, I mean if, you leave, if you leave with something, that's better than nothing. Honestly, so. even if it's not my only night free and it's like, that's an alternative, it's like when you're going out, it's like, I'll take a Coke. Is Pepsi okay? <laughs> Fuck you. I'll go without a drink. Like, no, I'll take Pepsi. Sure. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So yeah. so was this the so it so so to this point this is the best hand job you've ever had? <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah. You gotta think positive, man. I I know that it's tough sometimes when it's like, like when it, your options job. are basic. Your, your option one is nothing. Option two is hand job. Option three is BJ. Option four is fourth base or whatever the home plate is. You know, so you're well, you're, you're getting like something. I never really made it to blowjob. You know what I mean? I was just like, well, that's why I was like, wow, this is kind of uh, unexpected. You know. I must have just been really ready to go. I don't know. I wasn't on yeah. a self-preventative maintenance program back then either. So, you know, I was all backed up. Probably. Oh, yeah. No, yeah. So it's it's like that, that scene from Scary Movie. No, you know, the scene, was, the scene from Scary Movie where all of a sudden she hits the ceiling. I haven't that? seen that movie. It looks like Spider-Man when he sticks people to the wall of the webs. Except, okay. except, except oh, what's her name? It's the, it's the actress. Anna Faris, uh, Anna Faris um, is going down at him and she... It, he's backed up and she gets blasted to the ceiling like a, like a fire hose. It's yeah. fucking yeah. hilarious. So this is the scene. This is the hand job, her apartment situation you're going through. Got it. All right. Going. Off. Keep going. Uh, yeah. All right. We don't so need to enact the entire hand job, but we get the picture. So what happens uh, next? <laughs> I want to hear your O face on the pod. We got, you know, kids listen to this. You've heard it many a times. Yeah, already. <laughs> Not an enduring quality. Okay. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. No, it's that's true. I have to get out of the habit of making cum noises, which is weird when you say it out loud like that. <laughs> well, you didn't yeah. do that every time you tell a story. You're like, and then I was like, Whoa. I'm like, I don't need to hear that part of it. I got I got the rest. 
Well, usually, you don't even say it. You're just like, ugh. Like, it sounded disgust. Disgusting. <laughs> but anyways, yeah. So driving home, I was, like, super tired. But I was, like, I had just that night, like, I uh, had picked up all the rest of my stuff from so-and-so's mom's apartment, in case you can hear me through the stairs. Yep. And uh, I had my TV in the back, a bunch of clothes, everything, dude. Like, uh, my, my RAV4 was full. I was just, like, I don't have time to unpack it. I have to, like, want to get a hand job. What? Just to get a hand job? (laughs) (laughs) Basically, you're making the most of your one day without having to watch your daughter, which is you had a lot going on. And part of that process of moving was getting a quick handy on the way there. It was a runner scoring position, at least. You know, I didn't really hit home plate. Still, anyway, you got off the bat. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. It was a single, hard single. So uh, (laughs) line drive, (laughs) a frozen rope. Uh, and uh, a capper. <laughs> this is <laughs> wow. There's a lot of baseball analogies for a sec, so off topic. All right. So, anyways, I left and uh, I had all my stuff. This is just because like it was just insanity. Every single light that I drove before the highway went out. Was uh, was out, and then when I got on the highway, I was under like uh, one, like it had like a bright light, or by like two ninety five, and like the light exploded. And I was like, oh, was right. there like a lightning strike or something? What the hell happened? No, it was just like all these lights. And the day before, when I, what I remember do you mean the day all before, the lights like, and what exploded, something happened. One of those like lamps over the highway. Yeah. Like street. Yeah. Like one of them, like it went out and then it just exploded and like sparks went everywhere, like over my car. You and might I have was been like, cursed. Oh. Yes. Yeah. So or you just shouldn't go a couple. Uh, I don't know how long you went without, uh, you know, uh, <laughs> oh, dude, don't even bring this shit without getting a hand job or, 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 or blowing out the whole cleaning off the shit. tubes i don't know how long you went but maybe you shouldn't go that long or else you're gonna start blowing out oh that's the lights, okay dude. i got you yeah no i'm just saying is that maybe you should be you know like all of a sudden it's like all of a sudden the fucking the deed was done and now the street lights are going out you know yeah that's a good yeah. take sean maybe it's not that you did it too much is that you didn't do it enough is the problem. yeah that's what i'm saying up. I did get to that point. Remember, I told you about the self-preventative maintenance program a couple of times a week. Better dad, better person. I just... <laughs> yeah. yeah. I don't know how you were on that program. I feel like that's uh, the default. Yeah, you don't want that. Cu- you don't want to. T- you don't. You don't want to actually sneeze and fucking jizz your pants. You know, like yeah. no one's Especially trying to do that. If you're in a public setting. Yeah. We, uh... Other things happen when I sneeze, right, Joe? Like I yeah. Throw usually, when he sneezes, what like happens? Fire so alarms sh- go off and shit. Oh, because you no, shit. Well, because you fart. No, because it sounds like he's he's um uh, like a Spartan war cry. He's like, oh wow, <laughs> nice. There we go. All right. Regular sneeze. It yeah. sounds like he's screaming. But there's also times when I've eaten so much food, eaten so much food after I've like smoked that I've I've sneezed and threw up everywhere because it's so so. Jesus fun. Christ, man. Yeah. All right. So no wonder the, the uh, fucking streetlights were out. This all makes sense now. Yeah, that was on our uh, trap door I did with him. He told a story about when he sneezed and threw up yeah. and he ate too much. That's a great yeah, one. Yeah, Joe was like, when was that? Were you like 14, 15? I was like, this January. This year. <laughs> it was this same calendar year. All right. Anyway, <laughs> sorry, I'm getting you off track here. So it, so the, the lights are exploding, you've exploded, and now you're driving on the highway and you're getting a little sleepy. Yeah, yeah. And I was like, well, that's weird. Like, I felt like eerie, like super dark and like, you know, just like, like, you know, when you look at like, uh, like in the summertime when you hear like the cicadas chirping and it's like thick, foggy air kind of thing. Yeah, so thick. It felt like a weird night, but then like all that stuff happened. And then like within like, uh, because I remember I was trying to go as fast as I could because I was like coming up on uh, like Cranston to make it to North Kingstown. 
And I was like, I don't have long before I fall asleep. So Rhode Island. On the windows and I kept crashing and flipping over. And I, I literally was like out. I rolled over you four flipped. times. Do you know what you four, did? Like, uh, the Jersey barrier. And Ooh, the end of the do it. From Halo. I was like, ah! And then I just was out cold. And I just rolled and rolled. And I woke up like upside down. And I was like, how come that music's not playing? I could use like a song right now to. You, you know, want Limp Biscuit to be playing to the soundtrack? No, I to you... play. Designer party. Oh. I remember like yesterday. Oh, I thought you were talking about rolling, 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 rolling. No, 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 never. No, this so wasn't you a. Have, you, so you're in a you're in a Rav four. Uh, after. Yes. After. <laughs> yeah, we yep, got so your you're in a Rav four. <laughs> We get the afterward free. I know that usually works yeah. for you. Tell the story. We get, wait, but, but like you had a Prius and then now crazy. you have a RAV4? Well, it or wasn't an SUV, right? Down to a, to a Prius. It got literally the, the back whole wheel got ripped, the whole well. It was like a missing chunk of the car. It ripped out. It was, it was destroyed, like crushed. To be, they thought they had the, they ordered the Jaws of Life to show up, but I broke out of it because the adrenaline, I like slammed my way out of it. <laughs> he hulked out. <laughs> They didn't need a job because you yeah, and then you, did you, you tell him, hey, I just got a fucking hand job. I got this. You know why? I know because I thought about <laughs> it crash when Matt Day, when Matt Dillon rescues that lady and she's like, ah, I was like, the car was smoking. I was like, ah, I freaked out. Oh, you thought it was gonna light on fire. That's a definite possibility. They probably uh... yeah, it definitely is, man. Yeah. So did someone else call the uh the 911 for you? Or I mean they must have, right? If they were showing up. Yeah. Um, but uh, I would should say well, this guy called nine one one who pulled over and I was like he's like oh my god is the other guy is anyone dead and I was like it was just me he's like shut the fuck up is anyone else in there because he was like on his way to work at like four in the morning you know oh, and wow. I was what a what a drive to work that you're having a complete opposite nights here yeah <laughs> yeah I'm going yeah exactly yeah and then um the you crazy just came thing, from a job and he's going to a job that's right I got a yeah. Job. yeah yeah exactly yeah. hopefully he yeah, I just uh, his job done too. You know, I think but, he did. Yeah. Well, anyways, I uh, ironically, all I asked him to borrow a cell phone. He's like, "Yeah, sure." And I used the flashlight to try to look for my Wii. He's like, "Give me my phone." <laughs> <laughs> That's hilarious. <laughs> you're using it as a flashlight to find your Wii. <laughs> he thinks you're gonna call like your mom or something. He's like, "Yeah, no, I need to find my way." I mean, I know the cops are on the way, obviously. Yeah, and I was like, maybe I can find it and smoke before they get here because this is pretty traumatic. Yeah, that'll 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 that probably will help. I, I like the that. idea of the cops showing up and you're sitting on the curb and you just flick out a joint and you're, and you're like, "Are you okay?" Like, yeah, <laughs> yeah. You're like, you really want to get me for this right now? I'm actively Officer, in the process. I wasn't, yeah, I wasn't high when I was driving. I'm high now because it was a traumatic event. You understand? Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> well, yeah. Anyway, so that was my plan. I also was severely. That was the thing. I put all the windows down, the sunroof down to try to stay awake. And uh, I just put my seatbelt on. I fell asleep and I like started to run over the, the bumps on the side and I woke up and then put my seatbelt on and then fell asleep in like oh, 30 safety seconds. first. That's good that you put it on right before. It's good. I mean, yeah, no, it's real good. Actually. Those bumps usually yeah. stop people from crashing while sleeping, but luckily for you, it made you put your seatbelt on before smashing into the Jersey barrier. They were like, all I got was a concussion and poison ivy all over my body from rolling in the woods and all the dirt going in the sunroof and the window. That was this much dirt in my car. That everywhere. is insane. That should be a fucking Toyota commercial, really. That's yeah, all really that happened should. to you. You yeah. flipped the this fucking thing. Zoom, 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 zoom. Zoom, zoom. Yeah, it's more Mazda. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, and it, also, it, yeah, it, I remember this part of the story. He had a work laptop in the car, and it didn't look so great by the end of the crash. <laughs> so he had to explain that one. 
Well, no, the, the best part was was they were like, what happened to it? And of all the things, I was like, dude, it's destroyed. And all the, I was like, it's absolutely done. They're like, okay, just bring it in and uh, we'll mark it as destroyed. Like, check it out and give me a new one. And they gave me a new one. And they're like, do you have the other one? And I went to my car to get it in the parking lot. And I pulled it out and it really wasn't bad at all. It was just a CD-ROM was cracked. So worked. I like, <laughs> jumping on it as hard as I could. So he destroyed it, it himself. This but, story is insane. Only the car was screwed up. The laptop, you were fine. Yuri was fine. There's one more caveat. And, uh, <laughs> a caveat, yeah, yeah. So, uh, basically, I had a 2015 RAV4 that I just bought that year. My dad yeah. bought a RAV4 from the same dealership the year before that year's model. And uh, so, a Tarbox Toyota over Kingstown. And when I crashed the car... Oh, they please don't advertise other things on the podcast. <laughs> No, that's where we both got the. the no, 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 I don't need. I don't need any buzz marketing. If anyone needs a Rav Four, go to uh, Toy Vot. Uh, car box Toy- Toyota. Toyota. Car box. Anyway, it's the same dealership, right? Yeah. So yeah. when I, I, they took me to the hospital, I got a summons saying my car wasn't insured, and they tried to oh, say that's that. Oh, a bad time oh, to know that. Because they said that uh, no, it was insured, but the the. Uh, dealership when they do the registration for you they swap accidentally they uh they mixed up my dad's vin number and my vin number for the rav4 uh, so it said that i crashed my dad's car oh nice like, Good move, dude. that's like, fucking a goddamn blessing it was like 30 grand they're like it's not you're not uh it's not your car we're not uh, covering any of it so i had to like go to court for like six months or three Good months actually it. a little over two months and the last thing i rolled over on the last flip was one of those little radio sunlit like dial panel towers that cost like $45,000 that I had to also pay for as insurance. And I ended up paying like $500 a month insurance just because of that one accident. Did you fucking pay that off? You paid $45,000? No, no, no. No, my insurance went through the roof because of it. Yeah. So even though he he hashed out there. Yeah, 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 yeah. They, they, they the did the bullshit. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Was brand new and like that was like 45 grand and they're like city property. Of Cranston, you destroyed plus like thirty thousand dollars worth of the new car or whatever. God and damn. so it was like a bad thing all the way through. Yeah. And I was like, man, that yeah. one hand job cost me like ten gray hairs. Well, I was gonna That's say, do you think if you didn't get a hand, hand job, job you'd still have a RAV4? Yeah. No, he okay. didn't have a RAV4 anymore. He had, he still has a Toyota though. He's loyal. No, I yeah, said, but, but if he didn't if he didn't get a hand job, do you think maybe he'd still have a RAV4? The engines would have never cooled off to the point where it would have, you know, yeah. Mm. I like to think he still would have crashed it. Well, yeah. Well, I did get a good nickname out of it. They called me Crash Bandicoot after that. Hey, that's funny. <laughs> that's that's, a good that's really funny. There's this whole movement going on right now about like no fap, you know? So maybe you were on like that no fap no high. You were like... You were like in the zone because you didn't jerk off or get a hand job or a blow job or have actual sex for so long that yeah. when you did, then all of a sudden it just means you crash your RAV4. So maybe you should go onto Reddit. You should go onto Reddit and then say like, hey, you know, I did and then I crashed my RAV4. So I'm living proof that you guys should semen retention, you know? Yeah. move the movement wave the movement yeah yeah i say hey i i if you don't if you guys keep jerking off all you people on reddit you might crash your car yep yeah. one hand job sure how we got there really but i'm glad you told the story because it's a great story because well, people in appalachia have had hand jobs i don't think that's why i think it's something about the highway maybe i don't know what's going on. west virginia we're talking about reds hand jobs would be like a cultural phenomenon over there 
Oh yeah, we'll get into that. Absolutely. <laughs> so, anyway, so anyway, so yeah, that's fucking awesome. So yeah, so yeah, just be careful out there, folks. Uh, it gets dark and scary and spooky out there. You do a couple flips. Um, yeah, yeah. If yeah, you're getting, know. if you're getting the old HJ in the morning, just in oh, your and wear dude. your seatbelt. Don't wait until you hit the fucking. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, yeah. We, Sean, Sean's lucky there. I mean, wear your seatbelt. He knows very, very. He knows oh, the, yeah. the rumble strips are for uh, for waking up, not for putting your seatbelt on. Um, yeah. But uh, but yeah, I hear you. Um, so yeah, so this guy it happens. You learn hunting trip. We, <laughs> wait, so Sean's on his hunting trip. He gets a hand job. <laughs> This guy and his buddy are in a cabin together. They get a little lonely, you know. They've been seeing her attention for a while now. So the guy looks, <laughs> the guy looks like, yeah, yeah like Job Mountain. It's the Smoky Mountains. And um, yeah, I have no, honestly, I have no idea how we got there, but that's all good. Um, so anyway, so the guy looks out the window in the uh, during the first hunting trip, and he sees, and he hears a noise, and he looks in the window. And this is a common occurrence in all the stories that I've heard. Almost every story, which almost makes you think that people just kind of take that and they run with it every time. Red eyes. Red eyes. Yes. Red glowing eyes in the window. And he sees those red eyes and he, he looks at it and it looks almost like a dog in the window. <clears throat> but he mentions that it's not at um, the level, like the, the, the part where the window is, it should be like 10, 13 feet high. He's up in a bunk bed. There shouldn't be a dog that's that high in the window. So he's a little freaked out by that. And he can't sleep the rest of the night. He wakes his friend up. He goes, something outside, something outside. They pull their guns out. They walk outside. Nothing there. Until day three or four into the hunting trip with him and his friends when they're out camping out in the woods. No cabin this time. And they hear a noise in the woods rumbling through. They think it's a bear. And the thing comes rumbling through. And they hear screams and shots. And this thing comes barreling through. And he describes it as such. 10 to 13 feet tall, looks like a wolf, but is standing up as if it's bipedal, sort of a werewolf situation. But here's the catch, which makes me think it's a, some kind of a witcher type creature, horns on the head, like antlers. Hmm. And it comes running at them. They shoot it multiple times with the gun. And I don't know if he's just being Billy Badass the story and it says the thing ran away. Um but they, but they were terrified, and, and he said he's never been back to the Appalachian Trail ever since coming into contact with this unknown beast that was apparently stalking them. But we're going to have to take a trip out there. To see the beast. It's, it's, it's right there. So, um, so there's a... Yeah, so... I hope it's There's true. a name for that type of thing, and they call them hide-behinds hide behinds huh yeah because that that tall figure that would say it's like you know seven eight nine ten feet tall sure um they hide behind trees and essentially we've gone over skinwalkers in the past on this podcast and essentially yeah. it's a skinwalker that hides behind a tree mm. and they wait for very specific circumstances because they can't attack you know a strong male who's getting hand jobs all the fucking time they go for Elderly or children. Of the size of it, it would be pretty easy to tear these guys apart. I mean, the way they were shooting guns at it, they thought it was, you know, more deadly than a grizzly bear. The way they were reacting, the way he tells it, rather. Makes me think yeah. of prey. Yeah, prey. They they were prey in that situation. The predator was hunting them out in the woods. Yeah, it was like a giant thing that was like bigger. Not that that's the real thing, but you know, it makes me think of when they were like talking about mythological. They're like, oh, the legend of whatever. You think you saw that? Yeah, and then I would it comes say it's out. just as real as the movie Prey. 
his story. Yeah, I'm like, there's no way. But if there is, I hope it's true. Yeah. I, I think Aleshin. everyone... I'm going to put a picture of Aleshin up on this because it makes me think of that. Like a big beast have to go, like, I would be somebody go like this. Red eyes. And it's too bad they didn't have like hunting cameras. You know what I mean? Hunters sometimes have those like camera setups in their like, you know, perches, but it'd be cool yeah. if you had like a or we know what I mean, like somewhere like where you could see it. Yeah, you had a where, body like, cam like a police officer. It'd be great. You could have caught the whole thing on tape. Yeah, like Congo. Remember when they're like they take down the base camp, the gorillas, and then they see them all bad gorilla. That's what I'm talking about. You know what I mean? Yeah, so this girl, yeah. It'd be cool if they could do that. Oh, sorry, that's the only way. No, definitely. This girl, Abby Sobata on TikTok, who we've sent a couple things back and forth to, is the one who is, again, the, the rules. Don't be out of dark. Don't whistle in the woods. Don't look into the trees. Don't look at them. Don't acknowledge them. Blah, blah, blah. All this shit. These things can kill you. Don't be investigating the whole thing. She's the one who said um, that it's the red eyes thing. And red I eyes. forget exactly what the point of this is. Well, I, I hear that, that a lot for all the stories, not just this one. It's like even just random ass shit. They said the red eyes in the woods look away. I think they say that with the Mothman too. The red eyes, red eyes, yeah. scare people. It's some kind of like um, ancient human instinct to be afraid of red eyes in the woods. Uh, it could be like uh, the yeah, and if yeah, exactly. So, so my concern is not necessarily that. I mean, as scary as that is, uh, you know, I can't imagine what that is like. I mean, I don't think, unless I'm wrong anybody here has really had an experience that was quite like that Not so me. luckily i would have thought it was a bear killing us and i would never stop pissing myself but, as uh, someone but who I, has come across bears in the woods even recently yeah and deers and everything else especially at night um if you do reduce the panic a little bit and try to analyze the situation you figure out it's probably a deer it's probably bears are usually um coming after your food you know, they're not quite the same thing. So like when it comes down to the red eyed thing, that's at your tent or whatever it is, it's, it's pretty fucked up. So I, I hope I don't come across that. Nor do I. Um, and the Mothman, similar thing, red eyes flying around that type yeah. of stuff, which comes down to like, you know, like I said, the Mothman or like the Skinwalker, the ones that I'm seeing on the Appalachia, uh, you know, seem like the Skinwalker type of thing where they're tall, slender, you know, fucked. Yep. Mm-hmm. type of things and i as you know i can't disprove that they're there i think the issue is a lot bigger than that joe i think so and you want to just nail a couple of more uh, cryptids and we'll take a break because i got a couple other cryptids here that people say yeah, that they've yeah. seen on the uh, the at as it were yeah let's and they're pretty it. funny the next one we have is sheep squatch also known as the white thing Sean, can you guess what the sheep squatch might be like just by the name alone? Uh, like the abominable snowman kind of thing, but not in this. Yes, exactly. Yeah. It's it's basically a big woolly uh, beast with horns and uh, yeah. sheep's wool all over its body. Um, not dissimilar to the horns found in a young goat, it says. And people are, when they notice it, they've said that it it smells of sulfur, so it stinks. Yes, Sasquatch like, always like smells like sulfur. Yeah, like Sasquatch stinks, and uh, they think that it might um, it might be carnivorous, although it is a sheep squatch, and that it might uh, hunt different animals because they found different animal body parts around the places where it's been uh, reported to have been seen. And as uh, stories much like that, and it's mostly from the '90s. 
is people seeing the sheep squatch in the night. And it, and it actually has been known to mock charge at people, much like an actual sheep or a ram, where it'll it'll fake like it's going to charge you with its horns, but actually it just wants your uh, your campsite food or something like that. But no one's actually been attacked by them, but they have been mock charged by the, the sheep squatch of the Appalachian Mountains. Wow. Imagine that. Sounds pretty scary. As much as the goat man, which I would argue is might be the sheep squatch. I mean, they're almost the same thing. It's a it's a yeah, it's a bipedal uh, human body, goat head with horns and uh, fur all over it. But the goat man looks extra scary because it, it reminds you of like a, a demon or something, or maybe even like a cent, uh, not a centaur, a minotaur, where it has the, the horn on its head and the body of a man. And that's a lot of the same stories uh, as uh, the watch here. I don't have any actual dates on this one, but it's a, it's a similar idea where it, it's, it's stalking the woods of the Appalachian Mountains. And, it, and it's, it's charging people with its head. And it was, I guess it was first mentioned in 1970s. And actually, it wasn't in the mountains at that time. It was in a, the town of Waterford, Pennsylvania. And it lurked in the farms and fields, which is uh, also along the Appalachian Mountains. The goat man, the sheep squatch of the Appalachian Trail. Heavily forested area. Definitely heavily forested. And I'll round it out with my last one here, which is what I named myself Wood Booger. Wood Booger is the hairy humanoid of the Appalachian Mountains. Its last sighting was in 2010, and its first sighting is unknown. Wood booger is a Bigfoot-like creature, which is said to roam the forests of southwest, south West Virginia, which is part of the uh, the mountain trail there. The name wood booger was given the creature because it was often ruined, rumored to carry off young children like the boogeyman. That's the boogers, all the grandfathers saying, don't go in the woods. It was also uh, featured on Finding Bigfoot because, as far as I'm concerned, this is the exact same uh, criteria as Bigfoot, but instead of the Pacific Northwest, it's in the uh, the AT. And all the stories I'm reading here are all, it's Bigfoot, man. It's just Even Bigfoot. the charge thing. <laughs> Even the charge thing. It's I remember Bigfoot. that one. Bobo was like, yeah, bluff charge, man. That's what they do. I have one bluff charge, man. He's like, can't trust the Sasquatch, man. That thing will rip your arms out. Yeah, and finding Bigfoot, they, they, the, the bluff charges, you know, the fake charges. Where it, it seems like all three of these might be the same one. And also, well noted for wood booger, glowing red eyes in the woods. Mm, there you, there go. you go. That's all I got for the cryptids of the Appalachian Mountains. People were so scared of pot, you know, back in the day. Red eyes. <sighs> yeah, yeah, you're right. You get a good point. You know, red eyes seems to be the common denominator. It sure no does. Yeah, I'd, I'd actually suspect that more people who who have uh, reported have had rev- had red eyes than what they've seen has red yes, eyes. Yes, thank you. I was gonna say I want to know what drugs were in those campsites, and also it's all pre CCTV phones, all that stuff. We saw it. Well, yeah. where? Well, there. it's always I saw it, but I didn't have the camera. But uh, but there's that's wood booger. That's all. That's all I got for that. Booger. So I got a different, I got a different thing, but I suggest uh, everyone just let's take a quick bathroom break first and we'll be back to you guys with, um, with a non-cryptid sort of hypotheses or suspicion on what this could be. So let's go hear about the moon eyed people. Let's go talk about the moon eyed people. Well, let's go take a quick piss or shit or both, whatever you want to do before we do that. 
Hey DJ, so good to see you out here. It is a basement podcast. I don't have to put it on if you don't want to, but I mean, this I don't, is, dude. At this point, what the fuck do I care? No, I, I, I'm, I'm honest. I'm like, this is the one I made a mistake. I was having a shit. This is actually the genuine story because we we're doing car accident stories. We're doing car accidents. Yeah, let's do, let's do it. So I was at a job I didn't fucking like. Well, that's been the past twelve years of my life. But I um, you can just say the job. The, tr- the dump truck would come and pick up our trash, and it would compress the trash in front of our fucking door, and we had a showroom. So oh, Sean, it turns the trash from a Rav4 into a Prius. It does actually less. So it would compress the trash and we had like a high-end retail thing. It was for car racing helmets, not, not like clothes, but like just shit. And, um, so we had, to, so it would compress the trash and all the juice would squeeze out the bottom of the trash truck and make like, you know, when you're making a cocktail of with lemons and squeezes out just trash yeah, juice. So they sent me to stop and shop to go buy bleach. <laughs> to just pour, to dump. Just to dump on the fucking trash juice, which is full of tampons, fish, old meat, fucking everything, you know? And um, so I was like, cool, I fucking hate it here. I'm going to, I cannot wait to go to stop and shop and have, I'm already having a horrible day. I'm already having a horrible fucking year. I'm going to go buy fucking bleach to pour in trash juice. So I had a, uh, a really cheap BMW Z3 that had a million miles on it. It was really fun, but people think, oh, he's fucking has a million dollars. Like, no, this thing was like 2,500 bucks. It's a piece of shit. It looks cool though. Um, so I drove that stop and shop, got some bleach. My friend who was at work at the time texted me something funny. So I picked up my phone on, <laughs> uh, like I, I turned a corner and I the picked record, up my it phone. It was funny, justified. It was, dude, yeah, it was funny. So it's fine. Um, so I'm turning the corner off of route one in Danvers um onto this main street that north shore community college is on and um looked at my phone my center console and then kind of saw something core my eye whatever was going on and hit the brakes going 45 miles an hour for a millisecond and then rear-ended a black ultima <laughs> going 43 miles an hour <laughs> so it was going zero i saw it while i was going 45 i hit the brakes slowed down to 43 and went straight in the back of this car and um my phone is gone <laughs> i have a convertible tops down <laughs> the whole thing <laughs> so 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 no airbag life need fucking airbag goes off the whole thing and my first thought on this and i know you'll get this because you said this already is that is that this is a huge mistake this didn't i i this didn't happen. Yeah, this must. Be my first thought is airbag to the face. I smelled the gunpowder, the whole thing. And my first thought is, this is a giant mistake. I was like, no, no, no. So like, airbag goes off, cars crunched. I rear-ended somebody. I get out of the car and I'm just trying to explain, like, no, no, this is not. This this is a big mistake. <laughs> like this didn't happen, dude. Imagine Huge. if you flipped like Sean did, you would oh have my no God. head anymore. I know. Yeah. But I was, my first thought was like, like it was like, I was playing Forza Gran Turismo and I could yeah, play Y and reverse it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I was, I was kind of, my thought was that I was like, no, no, this is, a, this, this is a big mistake. Like this didn't actually happen. I'm confused. I got slammed in the fucking face of the airbag. I was going 40 miles an hour, hit somebody. And then the kid comes out, he was fine. I, I was like, Oh, thank God. I'm fucking crying the whole thing. But it was like, brutal. um, yeah, it happened. That car was totaled. And then I'm also terrified that the cops are going to 
like find my phone or something because I'm all disoriented, like yeah. way out of it. So I'm looking for my phone. I'm trying to they see the, the woods. So like, were you reading a funny thing? <laughs> yeah. Someone say this fucking meme that looks pretty funny. Were you reading that at yeah, the exact time you crash your car? Uh, yeah. Um, because it was like there and it hit my windshield and it was somewhere in the like the back or something. But I it was smashed. My phone was smashed, the whole thing. But um, but it happened. I did this one time. This is this wow. is a true story. So just to go uh, buy trash were- juice. Was that? I thought you were going to say you hit a black guy or something. You're like, I hit a black Ultima. Oh, just oh yeah. That would have been no, Sean, Ultima. he was going to be a cop. So you can kind of. Yeah. So that. I talked to the kid and I was like, hey, yeah, sorry, man. Um, what do you like? What do you like? What are you at North Shore Community College for? And he's like, I'm here for law enforcement. I really want to be a cop. I'm like, well, this is a good start. Um, <laughs> Some practice. This is actual law probably instead of like being tactical commando guy who's just shooting people, you're just dealing with this shit. You're dealing with someone going to work who fucking hates going there, yep. who accidentally crashed a car because he found something more enjoyable than anything in the day. Um, it's the only good thing about getting in a car accident or breaking down before work is you don't have to go to work. Uh, yeah, I don't. Yep. Thing. Yeah, then I, I took short-term disability for like two weeks too, which was nice. Nice. Well, I hope he did too. You're the one who hit him. He said he was totally fine. I was worried because I was like, oh shit, his back or neck is fucked up and he's going to sue me or whatever the fuck. But he was yeah, like, no, I'm good, man. With... I'm like, all right, cool. Pays me 18 again. <laughs> someone we worked with, their car got crunched and they took, they took the entire summer off. <laughs> I would. Dude, are you kidding me? I'm 30 years old. If I got re-rended, I'd be out of work for like six months. Yeah. Dude, when yeah, I got in my paid. accident, they were like, you can take tomorrow off. And I was like, <laughs> And he did a flip. And they had to get the jaws of life and, like, you get tomorrow. Yeah, you should have gone full Vita on it and been like, yeah, I need the whole summer off. Yeah, yeah. I mean, my neck kind of like, hurts. Billy had three days off for a tooth getting pulled. I had one day off for that. For a, a nearly fatal oh, car crash. I was like, I almost died. So, yeah. Yeah, dude, seriously, you fucking flipped a car. It's fucking wild, dude. You also, dude, just you for the it. record, man, I've been waiting for it. You say woof. Oh, woof. Yeah, because you're from Southern Rhode Island. <laughs> See, I don't even notice you're it. Closer anymore. to New York. I'm telling you right now. Woof. So it's like a woof. Yeah. Woof. Yeah. Woof. Yeah, man. Yeah. Knocked them off. You know, you've got that like uh, Rocky Balboa sort of. That's Philadelphia, but you got you got a combo of the New York or uh, South. You know, yeah, you definitely I mean, don't have Balboa a Boston. You definitely but... don't have a Boston thing going on. Probably, but uh, Sylvester Stallone is New York, New York Italian, thing. right? He must. Yeah. He, I mean, Sylvester Stallone's not from Philadelphia. Is With he? a name yeah. like Christ Mongrel. Christ. Lost. What are you saying, well, Sean? That all spurned from. Uh, I say that all spurned the Australian accent. I just started throwing the old at it and then this, this one australian guy thought i was australian and invited me to a patriots game in the box seats or whatever so i said it was raw raw he's like oh you're from australia well, come to me mike and i was like oh dude i'm not really australian i think keep this up for a whole 24 hours it's like How i only know like two words you, did you actually try to keep but, this up for a while well, oh, like five okay minutes. i thought you were I was like, like i really only do it for like a whole patriots game and i was like dude kudos yeah so i was like wow man that's a whole excursion i don't know if i can keep it up but yeah, no, the uh, <laughs> time with Sylvester Stallone the other day, remember? We was just sorry she wasn't a better boxer, Mr. Stallone. <laughs> Dude, my but favorite I, Sylvester I Stallone the... story is a Hollywood behind the scenes story. Have you guys ever heard this one? No, tell us. We're here. Um, so obviously in uh in Hollywood, as it were, they um 
they have a lot of uh, technicalities and there's a lot of breaks in filming. And during the breaks of one of the things he was filming, he still had the microphone on his body um, as part of it. So it's one of those classic lavalier mic incidents that you might hear about. Sorry, I should have fixed my uh, screen here. I unplugged something and plugged it directly back in like a genius. So so he's, he's behind the scenes. And you're, I'm thinking when I hear the story, I go, obviously, it's going to be um, he was like taking a shit or something funny like that. <laughs> but it's better. He gets... He gets backstage and his mic is still hot. And people are still hearing him talk, and he's and he's chatting up someone in this in this green room, and he's going, hey, you know, and the entire uh, staff of the the film at the time. And this is back in the day where you don't tweet about it, so you just you hear stories in inner circles. You can't just tell the whole world. And he goes, cradle the bulls and work the shift. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, a girl great. was giving him the blowy in the fucking and the uh the old van there. Yeah, but he's saying that like that's so like cradle of balls and work the shaft. Those that's exact words, great. I'll never forget. Cradle the bulls and work the shift. Yeah, oh, there you go. Great. Yeah, no, I know he gets it, man. Yeah, no, I get that. some on the sly. Uh, that feels good. <laughs> cradle, of that. Balls. cradle of balls and work the shaft. He had a reminder how to do well, it. Dude, uh, honestly, you know, if you're still also Sylvester Stallone and you can't identify a chick who can give a good fucking blowjob or handjob uh, yeah, or both, no, I don't. You, think you was... it's your fault. You don't. You should not have to tell her what to do. No, I. I you should be able. To, I, you could be yeah. sitting. You say, say you're fucking uh, Bono. You should be able to look at a crowd of two million people and say you could pick out. 45 chicks who know what the fuck they're doing <laughs> yeah, you don't have yeah. to tell them what no you have doing. a guy who does that for you and then you do the selection after that you go okay. yeah you don't need to you don't need to be like hey you curdle the bowl to work the shaft like they, i think they fucking yeah. know at this point buddy if they've got <laughs> well, to this point. i, I yeah. think part of the story wasn't that he was in the front of a stadium of two million people it was he was like hey whatever i'm on the highway route 66 i need something to eat it's at mcdonald's he wouldn't go to McDonald's for lunch, but any no, port. I get store, the like, McDonald's analogy you got going he's, he's on here. He's taking a but break like, at work. No, he's like, I, I know, guess but I'm going to get a blowjob. If they're even exposed work. to him in any way, shape, or form, whether they're fucking prostitutes or they're some I, I, chick I don't think who's was, like, I think this girl was probably his, like a uh, production assistant, and she was just there to like hand him a script. And he's like, oh, by the way, she can't figure that out by this point. This is like, this is like fucking early level shit. I mean, I don't know. I don't know. I'm just saying. He's getting like the sloppy scraps because he's like 68 years old too. You know what I mean? Oh no, this story is from Heyday Stallone. This is like this probably is during Cliffhanger or Judge Dredd era Stallone. I'm gonna say yeah, that's we're, a power- we're talking late 20s, early 30s here. What'd you say, John? That's a power play arrogance move. I feel like then you'd be like cradle the ball, like to say. Yeah, okay. I mean, I, I mean, what I, is that? I, I, Dylan could be right, but I think it's more like she was doing a fine job, but he was like making sure he's like, yeah, I like it a certain way. Yeah, yeah, and like this is I'm gonna charge you. I'm you know when people are grating cheese at the restaurant, you're like you're like a little more. It's like I'm doing it already, sir. Okay, you just want to say that to make me mm. think that you're like in charge of the situation. Like I'm already yeah. I'm already working the shaft. All right, they're big yeah. guy. It also sounds like potential like boxing advice, like cradle the shaft and grip the balls. Like when you go out there, like in between rounds, like all right, they hit the body, go for the head. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's, <laughs> it's like, like it's like cut me, cut me. When you get out there, rock you cradle. Yeah, no, it's like uh, there was a uh, not Tim and Eric. Who's the the black guy and the other black guy? Key and Peele. Yeah, yeah. So they're like, like you know, they're they're playing John Madden, but they're like, all right, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, the, the point of the game, point of the game is yeah. to get the ball. From the other, from here, yeah, to the other I, side I, of the I think whoever scores the most touchdowns by the end of the game, that's the team that's going to yeah. win the game. 
that's the one that's going again. That's, that's, the, fra- the that's Frank Caliendo's just... bit, though. You're thinking of, and you're mixing oh, up yeah, with the you're right. yeah, 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 I know. The yeah, college exactly. football okay. thing. Yeah, yeah, right. exactly. That's exactly. <laughs> that's the whole fucking point here is that it's like, oh yeah, I know. Just put your mouth on that. You uh, go as far as you can. It's like, yeah, we get know. to a point where everyone's feeling good, and everyone's there. It's yeah, like and the next thing you know. Yeah, I'll raise my hand, and then you know you'll yeah, get ready you for it. the uh, full impact. Exactly what we're talking about here. God, that's funny. That's when you'll smell the gunpowder and you'll lose your phone. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, it's good. All right. Let's get back into uh, the old fucking. Um, Welcome back to the Appalachian Trail. Welcome back. Uh, Appalachian Trail. All right. So, um, so fucking Sean and Joe, we're back and, um, are talking about red eyed people who are kind of like skinwalkers, essentially, whether they're from whatever the fuck or whatever the fuck we're talking Um, about wood booger, wood boogers. Um, I don't, I can't disprove wood boogers. And as always, I think they're fucking real. It's all good. I think there's a bigger thing here going on that no one's talking about. Yeah. Let's hear, hear about the about the, uh, the 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 overarching point you're trying to make about the the, the, the moon-eyed people. All right, yeah, exactly. There's a couple of stories here where it's like, hey, all of a sudden I'm, you know, I want to hike the AT. I want to just do a certain segment. I want to go camping off the AT for a day, and people go on the trail. They go a couple, uh, you know, hundred yards or a mile off the trail to go camping. Right. And then and all the of a sudden, some Trail, shit. I'm sorry to interrupt you. It is it is like a landmark of like if you were are an aspirational hiker, that's like one of like the the crowning achievements you can do is to hike the entire trail. Like it's doable, but it's very difficult, and it takes a lot of time uh, to do. Yeah, my first friend, my first uh, roommate, Your first Dan, friend ever. My first friend ever. Um, what was it? That was that would be Bobby. Um, no, my first um, roommate ever, Dan, he did the AT. Um, so I know people who have done it. Um, and then I was just on the AT uh, uh, four weeks ago. I, uh, I, I was a piece of it. So, um, so yeah, so my whole Tell point on the moon boogers. Yeah, the moon boogers. Um, so they're not the typical things that you said where it doesn't seem like this is like science fiction. These are like uh, a creation of um, not a creation, but a mixture of people who are like uh, from the movie um, the descent. So in the descent, they're called the moon eyed people because so in the descent, they go underground. These people eventually live underground and are cannibals and can't see light and whatever it is. The moon eyed people are very similar. There's two reasons why they're called moon eyed people is because one, they worship the moon um, and or um, they don't see well at during the days so that come out at night. I get that. I mean, that, that whiteness of your eyes is, you know, indicative of like blindness or a severe cataract where you can't really see. And I did hear a lot of stories on the Appalachian Trail, which is people that look like their eyes are completely white, like they might have severe cataracts. That they, they might this is them. Eye. So the Moonai people are a race of people from um, Cherokee tradition. So we're talking pre-Christopher Columbus. Um, who lived in Appalachia until the Cherokee expelled them. So, okay, so they even, were there before the Cherokee arrived. Yeah, there. So, and we know this from for the previous podcasts from like the uh, America Stonehenge, where we have um, uh, Gaelic, not Gaelic, um, Nordic. Yeah, like Nordic type of people who built America Stonehenge, you know, based off of clearly we can tell that these were not Native Americans. They were essentially white people who came here 
1,000, 2,000, 3,000, 4,000, 5,000, 10,000 BC. They built something. It did, yeah, but they can carbon date this this bullshit. They can see like it's the same thing they see in Europe here. It's clear it was done in like 200 BC or whatever it is. Um, And uh, these people are mentioned in a book by Benjamin Smith Barton, who explained the Moonine people because they saw probably during the day. So there's a couple, there's a couple different pieces of triangulation evidence that these white skinned fucking people who were white pre-Columbian means pre-Columbus were there and they might not have ever left. So while the Cherokees expelled them, the Cherokees even got there. So this is pre-Columbia pre-Leif Erikson. Yeah. Oh, yeah, dude, for sure. So these are pre those people. So these are basically they said it's around ten thousand years ago that people crossed the land bridge from Asia. So is it probably like what like five thousand years ago? Maybe these are them, dude. So these are these are essentially the wieners. The wieners, dude. These are the dude. These are straight up the wieners before they were the wieners. They were here, and um. The wieners again, uh, and and to to make my point on the wieners is that one of my favorite restaurants I've been to in my entire life is called the Hutta Swiss H U T T E Swiss, and it's a mixture of German and Swiss restaurant in West Virginia that I've been to a bunch of times, mm. and it's great because the Swiss and the Germans came here like that's where they settled. They settled in West Virginia, so the wieners they settled thousands and thousands of years after what you're talking about. Though, right? They did, but the wieners, you know, this is like pre-wiener. I just can't believe that the Native Americans weren't the first to to the bite the apple here. Um, well, white people made it faster across the bridge. No one that. really knows. It's a hard thing to tell. Okay, Native I'm Americans came here from, America. you know, if you go from Africa to Russia to here, you can date that. Then you can come from Mexico, whatever it is. But we all came from Africa and moved out. Yeah, and people, and you know, whatever. their so, genes change along the way, and they didn't stay white by the time they hit the east coast of America, as far as we know. But let's hear about the moon people. Yeah, so we're thinking that there's the red-haired giants that we did a podcast on, you know, two years ago about oh, giants. All back, yeah. Yeah, so they 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 were more like Indiana, you know, wisconsin type of thing off of the you know erie you know like lake erie and that type of stuff the wieners and the moon-eyed people essentially um at people so they went to the appalachian trail the cherokees were badass motherfuckers like the apaches and that type of thing and they saw the wieners and they wanted to remove them from the uh the area but not all of them left. 2022 in America, am I right? I mean, like, yeah, taking the old wiener out of wieners. America. I mean, like, let people be other than the Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so, so throughout time is that, yeah, they got rid of a lot of the wieners and then they didn't get rid of some of the wieners. So now the stories that I have, and I'm going to share two creepy stories for you guys real quick about the moon-eyed people, okay. a.k.a. the wieners, a.k.a. the pre-native american europeans who can't see good during the day mm-hmm. and they assume so, they're europeans because of their skin tone right because they're fucking white as shit gotcha all right yeah let's hear it. yeah whereas like people like my ancestors who are native american were the red skins not the white skins so yeah, your ancestors my ancestors yeah, yeah. my native american <laughs> ancestors what's up yeah the, <laughs> yeah, the washington commanders yeah yeah so yeah. What the fuck? UFT? Yeah, yeah, the, the Redskins, the football team. Yeah. yeah, yeah, 
So right, let's hear it. So let's hear it. So I got two uh, two examples of um, the the past uh, like decade or so. So so mm-hmm. one dude in 1988 was hiking along the Appalachian Trail when he had a really shitty experience, possibly by the Wieners. And okay. can we call them the Moon Eye people just to keep people? Sorry, the Moon Eye people. I keep forgetting. I that was very funny. And I, I don't want to keep calling them that, but just for the sake of the story, let's. let's okay, all right. Well, let's not confuse anybody. Yeah, um, yeah. Let's call them the Moon Eye people. Um, <laughs> and um, uh, this guy, he was hiking alone. You know, it's a bright light coming from the forest next to him, and he didn't want to bother one, so he investigated. But he said, "Camp somewhere close by that bright light." He awoke in the middle of the night, um, just like I did a few days ago. Um, well, a couple weeks ago, to a man standing over his hammock. 1988, didn't have a tent, was just raw dogging it with a hammock. And um, and uh, he was like, holy shit, this guy is above my hammock. I'm going to run. So he fled and um, and uh, and he was terrified and quickly packed up all this shit and ran as far as he could because when on earth would you just be in the middle of like uh he's in new hampshire and all of a sudden there's a guy sitting above your hammock while you're trying to sleep so um so he went a couple days before getting to uh to one of the highways there and he was finally able to relax after running through the woods for a while and he was sleeping in his hammock when then suddenly he was cut down wrapped up and dragged away Jason Voorhees style. Oh, so by man, Jason Voorhees style, I heard this. This tale. is a, so the only thing but separating him from Jason Voorhees taking a guy in a sleeping bag and smashing him against a wall. <laughs> yeah, as the guy didn't smash. <laughs> yeah, well, you he know the scene. You know the scene when he pulls in the sleeping bag and he just starts yeah, smashing him in the yeah, wall. Yeah. It's one yeah, of the best kind of kills funny. in movie history. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So he just didn't get smashed, but he was dragged away. So, but he was beaten to shit. While they, these people, essentially the Moon Eye people, shat one another while they're preparing something. So this guy had his knife on him and he was able to cut through. He escaped, made it back to the police in New Hampshire, and um, and uh, and then reported this. And the police came back with nothing. So that's 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 piece number one. This guy had this whole thing. He was fucked up as shit in 1988. Yeah. Number that, two, that, that the cop actually the next morning because people he found in the woods let him stay there in the night. And then he tracked it back with a police officer. They were able to find his campsite and his, his hammock was missing, but the cop was kind of like, I don't know if I believe you. And he's like, I'm telling you, I get dragged off, yada, yada, this, that, the other. And then the cops, obviously, even if he did believe him, he was like, what am I going to do? Go find these people. It's, it's, a, it's, a, it's a, they got away with it. They got yeah. Away or it. it's also like, you know, all of a sudden you're in the Texas Chainsaw Massacre. I think the second one, um, no, and the first one, like all of a sudden they go to the gas station for help and they're like, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. we'll help you out. They don't yeah, we'll get you. I just did an Australian accent. Um, it's um, not me, more like it was a Bob Dylan accent. Ooh, we'll help you out. <laughs> Wait, can you help me? Because I can mimic accents. So give me, give me a Texas real quick. Can you do that for me? Why don't y'all come down here and help us out? Yeah, come here and help us out. So. Uh, yeah, yeah, we got you. We heard about some things around here in the old part yeah, of Texas. Here and, are you, boy? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, you stay in this this uh, gas station here. We're gonna get the authorities in here and help you out. Then all of a sudden, fucking Leatherface shows up because they're they're all in one thing: the cops, oh, gas station, 
the fucking meatpacking facility, the whole thing. They're all part of the same bullshit, and you're fucked. They've been dying for a cute man like you to come on through there in a hammock and just whack your head right off. Yeah, yeah. You'd never go for help in the same town you got fucked in. We all know that. That's so for sure. Yeah, you fucking bet. So um, so that's number one. So uh, oh, Sean, so, were you going to say so, something about that? Sorry, you unmuted himself. Go ahead. Oh, you're good on that? <laughs> well, right. Sean, if you want to repeat it, just, just, just never stay in the same town you got fucked in. Yeah. That's the whole point. And then... And if you do have to um, leave, make sure you're wide awake. Yeah. And Joe was saying is that, like, the guy went to the cops and they said, oh, we can't help you. Oh, we have no idea. They fucking yeah, they definitely knew. know. Dude, House of Wax? You shitting me? You, you seen me? that? Both of them? The original and the one Paraselton? They both go into town. The cops are like, oh, yeah, holy shit. You know, like... And they're all part of it. What do you say? Go ahead and say that again. But you also, the other variable, what if it's like that 18-year-old public safety wannabe cop kid, you know? Imagine that kid growing up and being like, well, uh, I guess, I, I, you know, like, it's like the cigarette smoking cop and family guy, like, we should totally. Uh, and then Listen, these guys beat me to death. Like, wow, I'm just looking to see what kind of donuts I want to get today on the way home work. I'm not trying to go chase around, like, a band of backwoods people. Who could yeah, beat me with that? It ain't worth it. They're like, fuck it. I'll, uh, I'll ask around and uh, we can find. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, yeah. Yeah, we'll try. But uh, I got shit going on today. So, I'll go to high school try, but I blew my knee out. Uh, high school ball. So. You know, <laughs> hey, you're just, live, aren't you? Count your blessings, boy. Count your blessings. That's what I say. Yeah, yeah. So that's pretty bad. And even worse is the dick suckers like uh, like Randy Leahy from well Randy from Trailer Park Boys, who when he goes he and he's a he's trained to be a cop. Yeah, well, you know maybe. he'll he'll do anything, <laughs> anything, anything to make sure he's on the cop side. So all of a sudden you get a guy like him who's just trying to dick suck his way to <laughs> being what they want him to be. And all of a sudden, he's ratting out people by just, you know, that type of stuff. So you, you, you're up against a lot of enforcers. So if this ever happens to you, if anyone here on this podcast that runs up on the AT and, um, and you're, gonna, you're getting Jason Voorhees in your fucking sleeping bag, get at least another state yeah. away. You're close enough Next county, on the entire AT. Next county, if you have to, if not, it definitely, I mean... New Hampshire's close to Maine and Vermont and fucking Massachusetts. Go to Vermont and, if you can. Yeah, Vermont's usually pretty cool, and they're not on the AT. Um, so, um, so yeah, number so number story, my number like two thing, I got one, another one. That that's story, I have to say, nothing about moon-eyed people at all in that story. Guy got kidnapped, didn't see the person standing over him, got dragged in the woods, cut it open, got out of there. Obviously, it's a terrifying story, but I didn't hear anything about European descent, moon-eyed people human sacrifice any of well, that maybe because i fucking suck at storytelling i'm going off of ah, sort of that. memory here oh okay. that... you got a hand up Sean? Well, who Go the ahead. fuck are these fucking people dude so that's number one is that like i got another one so like dude oh, wait, 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 wait. Uh, john put his hand up but using zoom do you want yeah, to yeah john is he black or white? <laughs> what the attacker or the the victim the attacker well i don't know i think it was too dark to tell uh, we're both white in this situation. Okay. Well, the other thing is, is like your analogy of like get out of the state. Like when the state's broke free, they didn't go to the neighbor. Like you got to help me out. 
You know, no, it's a good point. Away. Like uh, in that movie, um, the, the the not key. Uh, what's his name? Um, uh, get out. Remember yeah, the title? Out. Yeah. Oh. You so, couldn't you know. go to the neighbor because the neighbor was in on it. It's a very similar yeah. situation. Yeah, it's kind of what we were talking about earlier. People yeah. who are against you, then there's no one to help you. You have to leave the whole situation. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> most of these, most of these, these situations were like uh, I'll white people who are just in the middle of the fucking woods. That's why um, it's so scary. Even your health is is your attacker. You can't get help anywhere. Yeah, yeah. It's not it's not a racist thing, sort of. So, my next story is uh, in Virginia. So, a young couple in their twenties were hiking part of the AT, and um, while they were asleep in their tent one night, uh, they suddenly woke up to the sound of like rustling footsteps, odd noises, uh, all that shit coming from inside their tent. Um, the man went out to investigate, um, and, uh, kind of just made some loud noises, saw some figures lurking around. They moved off and he almost chased after them, um, but decided against it. So the next night, they went to sleep thinking it's all good. So what they did is they, they were hiking on the AT and they went off, you know, a couple hundred yards to go to a beautiful spot overlooking a cliff, set up a tent there, that type of stuff. So they tell you in our original rules is stay on the trail. Don't look at the trees. Don't go in the woods. Don't entertain anything. Do not, if they come into your intent, don't say shit. Don't look at it. The whole fucking thing. They broke all the rules. Cause who gives a shit? And, um, and this guy, this comes from Reddit. This is a strip Reddit story about a guy who said that he's a former veteran. He comes with, he has like a, I don't know what they call it, but it's essentially, it's a, it's a pistol that has PTSD. shotgun rounds. Oh. PTSD, but it has, it's a shotgun that has pist- that it has a pistol that has shotgun rounds. So you can conceal it really easily. Um, as well as like a, a fucking brutal kickback on that thing. Huh? Oh, it's be horrible. Yeah. But it kind of looks like a, uh, hold Billy, up Billy Bones, a Billy Bones gun. <laughs> yeah. You know, one of those, um, yeah. Flintlock pistol. Yeah, sort of. Um, so he had one of those and his girlfriend like who's gun, trained on that, you know. Gun. Yeah, exactly. You know, it's had the same, you know, it's, you know, they both had two guns in there. So the next night they're sleeping the same thing. And all of a sudden they wake up to someone dragging like a, a K bar or a bayonet type of knife along their tent. So they laid there and we're like, what the fuck do we do about this shit? This is fucked. And um, and they yelled out like, hey, get the fuck away. We're armed. And then the person kind of like left and said like, Hey, we have a shotgun and a pistol. Um, and, uh, and then those figures retreated. And then, um, then when daylight came, they, they both were like, let's get the fuck out of here. So they started running, they got all their shit together and they started not running, but like getting as far away as they could from the campground back to the AT right. proper. Um, and as they're, as they're going, it's taken, you know, some time to get back to where they are. They round a corner and saw a silhouette of a figure standing in the distance watching them. So every, and then after that, everywhere they looked, there was always a figure behind a tree kind of watching them retreat type of thing. Stalking them. They were being stalked all the way back to their car. There was always someone following them, no matter how far they ran, how far they, how fast they were going. There was always somebody watching them the whole entire time. Um, the amount of stress that that must put on somebody that's crazy yeah so so my my whole point here is that i'm not i'm not necessarily worried about skinwalkers or like other mysterious fucked up things um these 
these moon-eyed people, again, if you, no one in modern day has come close. We have folklore of like this moon-eyed thing where it's the whites of their eyes type of thing. But I believe that the reason I'm saying these two stories that I find very interesting is that like, yes, there's haunted things. I have got a million different pieces up my screen now about like haunted railroad tracks, haunted tunnels, haunted mm-hmm. apart, you know, hotels, this type of stuff. Um, that's all great. There's plenty of ghosts everywhere. We can go into Kansas city. We can go into the Yellowstone, whatever it is. The East coast thing with these folks that we're talking about, um, is a little different because I don't think they're dead, that there might be a small portion of society that retreated during the Cherokee extermination and further on that still sort of lives in caves or lives well off things. And all of a sudden, if you don't play by the rules and you go off the trails, you're fucked. So the scariest thing about the haunted Appalachian trail is not the stuff that you see on TikTok. It's these, it's these white, um, moon-eyed people that yeah i mean i think that uh, as true as any story here like the, the scariest thing you're gonna see on a trail is a person i mean a bear is obviously terrifying lion's terrifying but the worst thing is another guy out there being like what where are y'all headed towards you're like oh shit at least a bear it might be you know lazy mm. or tired or it, it's just trying to survive but people are sickos and they, they could be up to anything you know, the fuck they're up to yeah yeah, exactly. So this is one of the first ones where I feel like I'm I'm kind of playing a different story here. Is that like all's good? You can have all the other fucked up shit that's you know could or could not be there, but there. This is this is the one piece that the Dylan Joe Basin podcast and Sean now have talked about that might be might be like oh this is a group of like the descendants or the um uh the uh the Let fucking movie the White Moon people. Yeah, the moon eye people where it's yeah. like, no, these are like the same things as us, but they've just been in the same location and they probably either left during the Cherokee thing or they added to it because of during there's another theory on the depression where all of a sudden it was the Great Depression in the 20s. Well, that, that's what I was going to say. I mean, to, to pull the entire theory back to hundreds and hundreds and thousands, thousands of years, of years ago. Yeah. I don't think you need that at all as part of the story. White people no. have been there for 400 years. Well, it's part one. It's them. It's them. It's part one. Yeah. It's, that's what it is. It's the people who, the white people who, who settled there in the past 400 years. They live in the woods now. They're fucking crazy. That's who it is. They don't have to be 5,000 year old, you know, settlers from the Viking age or, I mean, the pre, I, I don't know if it's like Viking age, the prehistory. I mean, before people crossed the land bridge to America, is we're talking about like twenty thousand years ago at this point. Yeah, but that's part. That's part one. So part two is exactly what you're getting. I'm at. talking about like- the modern woods people that came from Europe in the 1800s, and they live in the Smoky Mountains now, and they do live there. And they're so they're- 1800s could be more recent. Could be the the when the depression first hit. They said, "Hey, fuck society." Wow. We're going to go live in West Virginia and Maine, New Hampshire, whatever is off of the land. And we're going to do our own thing eventually end up off the grid. No one can stop off us. the grid people. So now all of a sudden we have, we went from like all these other things to just straight up off the grid people who see 
That's Western. what I think it is. The guy who got dragged in the, the hammock, he wasn't encountering an ancient civilization. No, 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 no. People. He was encountering someone whose grandfather probably got off the grid in the Great Depression, and they've been uh, banging in the woods ever since. I don't, I don't mean to fast forward us to the tale here, but that's what I'm talking about. I mean, that's insane, yeah. the Moon Eyed shit. So I think the Moon Eyed shit is, is those people. Yeah, is... I, don't, I don't think they're, old, they're older. Than, I think the Cherokee were there well before all of them for hundreds and hundreds of years. And then now the moon eye people are here. The moon eye people are white people who have gone off the grid and uh, they don't have a whole lot of medical care and they have a whole lot of genetic disorders is, is my theory. I don't, I, sorry to fast forward through your shit there, but I, I can't. No, no, I think that's it. I think, I think that's definitely it. We're talking about hillbilly or true hillbillies. I mean, true. the hillbillies, I, I shouldn't say that as a term for people who live <laughs> in the Smoky Mountains. I'm talking about hermits, feral mountain people who live there and they abide by it. And I think those most of those stories people tell about don't mess with people off the grid is that they don't care about laws. They don't care about any of this shit. I heard uh, multiple stories about people saying, if you see anybody out there and they don't respond to you, that's the whole look away thing. Don't look at them. Don't talk to them. It's not about the fact that they have mystical powers or red eyes and they're no. you know, the, the sheep squatch. It's because they don't give a fuck about you at all. I heard one story that was particularly terrifying about a guy who went out there with his grandfather. He was a teenager and, um, they heard people rustling through their campsite and they were armed as well. And they heard people rustling through the campsite and the kid walked up to go be like, I'm going to challenge these folks. And the, the grandfather grabbed him by his chest and he sat him down and he goes, shut the hell up and let them take our shit. And the guy was so confused. He's like, what are you talking about? They're just going to take it. He's like, yep, let them take our shit. Because what the grandfather was implying and perhaps even knew is that these people aren't alone. This is a group of people who live out here and they don't give a fuck about you. They're going to take your shit. And if you try to fight them, it's not going to end up well for you because they don't care much about the law or about uh, you and your ideals or qualities. Like they just live out there and they're going to fucking take your shit and you're going to let them or else. Yeah. Yeah. And I've got some really, really good evidence towards this, but I think it's probably time for another commercial break. What do you guys think? 1956 in the heart of the Appalachian mountains, God sent a man into this world that would one day take America by storm. Son of the legendary D. Ray White, he would follow in his late father's footsteps, becoming the king of the mountain dancers. His name is Jesco White. This is his story. So welcome back to Dylan Joe Basement Podcast. We're we're here on the Smoky Mountains, just having a couple of smokes and a couple of mountains. And with Sean, trying to leave this with Sean Pepin, Pepilepsy himself. And we're trying to get back into uh, or transitioning towards what Dylan said, which is a good point. We said that the true fear about the Appalachian Trail isn't the ghosts and ghoulies, but it's it's the humans or humanoids that actually do live there. And I think that it's all human. One of the cases that was the most famous there happened in 1969. The same year went to the moon. Fuck yes, this is exactly what I was hoping you go to this. Yep. This is a, a, a disappearance of a child named Dennis Martin. He was out camping and uh, hiking with his family. This is and, wild, uh, dude. Dennis father, Martin's case is fucked. His grandfather, the whole, the whole crew was there. And they went walking back to the campsite. And poor little Dennis, who I believe was four years old at the time, or five, four, four years old, I think. Uh, uh-huh. they, they turned around they said it was 
only five minutes since the last time they saw him, which means it was 20 minutes because, come on, why would you tell the cops you, you haven't seen your kid for half an hour? But, you know, you're wandering off in the woods. They probably happens all the time. The kid goes missing and there's no sign of him. There's no sounds. There's no tracks. There's no animals. And it gets very suspicious because he's not the kind of kid who would wander off on his own. They didn't think this is a normal account for him. So not only do they think that the possibility is that he did wander off, exposure of the woods, animals, all these things are brought into account. They're, you know, counts one, two, three, what could have happened. But the family is convinced it's go. He wouldn't have gone off unless he was convinced or kidnapped. And if it was an animal, we would have heard something because although a four-year-old's not very smart, they can't really run very far. They have really tiny legs. So by the time that he would have gotten five miles away, they would have heard something between then and now. So the next day, they start a all-points bulletin search. They bring in the National Guard, the Green Berets, and thousands of townsfolk come, and they canvass the entire area. And as far as I know from the story, not one bit of evidence is shown. He's basically vanished in the thin air. Which leads The to- craziest thing is that they brought in... So, like, what I have on my notes here is that um, they knew that in this area of Tennessee, East Tennessee and Western Carolinas... Um, there was a group of feral people known to have cannibalistic tendencies. Dennis Martin goes missing in 1969 and the U S government, yeah, brought in a bunch of search parties, but they also brought in the green berets, big fucking deal to bring in special forces in 1969 during the height of the Vietnam war. Yeah, exactly. Where you might need green berets somewhere else. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So they brought in the green berets to go search for this fucking kid. Um, and, and they can't apparently due to word by word, they came across these feral people. And there was an increase in sightings of these people recently at that time. And those people, those feral people, which are the people we've been talking about, whether they are the, you know, people who uh, left society during the Great Depression or before were known to set traps and um, to capture lone hikers. And they targeted elderly and children. They hide in trees and they develop their own ways of communication through clicking sounds. Do you have notes on that, Joe? I I heard a guy talk about that. And uh, what he said is that some people in Africa talk with clicking sounds. And I'm throwing this all out. (laughs) That's ridiculous. No, but they do, dude. I mean, no, people in Africa use clicking sounds as part of their speech. The way we use the the sounds like shh or gh. That's how they use it. They don't talk in clicks. Clicks are part of their language, like well, why not? gay sounds. No, I think that if you're, if you're, uh, if you are, if so, yes, if you're in a I'm tri- not saying people in Appalachia if don't, you're use, living, don't use no, clicking sounds. I'm saying that they don't use them like people in Africa use them. People in Africa use them as the part of their language. I disagree. I think that in Africa, when they're hunting in the wild and they're spear hunting for boar, they use clicking sounds so they don't sound like they're using their voice because our voice has a, okay, a tone I can that, see that travels. I can see that. So when you're, when you're going... It sounds like it's it's okay, but what that guy was implying is that they just talk like that, which they do. No, 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 no. It's a, it's it's a it's a form of communication that doesn't I, okay. does isn't threatening. It doesn't say like, hey, there's a guy here who's trying to kill us. Like you're saying, uh, okay, okay, you know, I see that. I see so that's that. what they're saying is that like well, these the, people the developed saying that he goes, they talk like that there. I go, no, no, they, they do not. No, they they probably talk like this. They probably bang each other. They probably. Yeah. 
they, they yeah, all they, the fu- they obviously bang each other all the things <laughs> but they have a click when it comes town when it, when when they send their guys out to hunt and hunt for you know westerner children and old elderly to eat Trying to be inconspicuous they do clicking sounds so it sounds like it's you know a tree or an animal or whatever it is but it means like hey there's prey here we are predators and this is the the situation almost like sonar so um so that's it but but it's but there's there's i mean what i've read i've read multiple sources that in 1969 they sent green berets and they wouldn't send green berets if this was just a regular thing they'd send the civil air patrol or the boy scouts (laughs) i I was thinking the boy scouts were there which is part of the tracks they found were the boy scouts they were tracking the trackers during this and they thought they found them but they found a bunch of little boy footprints and they're like oh shit it's not the little boy. It's the little boys trying to find the little boy, which isn't very helpful. Yeah. Well. Sean, were you ever in the Boy Scouts? They can't. It's a podcast, Sean. No. <laughs> no. All right, good. Then you're welcome right. on for another episode. Right. Yeah, I'm, I'm gonna lead you on here because we're taking so much of your time. Yeah. What's the What's the scariest story that ever happened to you camping? If you can remember one, I hate to put you on the spot. Camping. Hmm. Yeah. Anything ever happened camping or at Normandy Farms? Did anyone ask you for a lollipop or something like that? Mm. Well, as far as, uh, let me think. Well, more sex stuff. There was that, but that wasn't scary. That was more of a personal conquest. That's cool, uh, man. We like we like that. Yeah. Oh, at Normandy Farms? Uh, no, no, no. It was at uh, Wawa Loam. Where's Up in Wawa Exeter. Loam? It's uh, Exeter, Rhode Island. Kind of near like the, John, the Witcher Sisters or whatever. You know. Uh, let me think of any camping stories I had. Um, well, there was bears and stuff every once in a while. I'm nice. thinking more like I wanted to tell a lad school story because it was like we were out in the me and my friend. Uh, we went to the lad school before they knocked it down. Yeah, go ahead and tell that one. All right. So me and my my buddy, my best friend, went to um, the lad school, and because we were on like a you know. What's the last school for kick. people who aren't from Rhode Island? The lad school was a, a really, uh, it was a mental per se institution that was in Exeter, Rhode Island through yeah. uh, like 1900 something or late 1800s to uh, 1950 or 60. Sure. And that's where like rich people would send their kids if they were like slightly disfigured or any kind of like nuisance to the family, basically, right. you know, get them away from the rich folk. Yeah, yeah. You know. yeah like Jacqueline you know, Kennedy. Yep. Great example. And uh, they, it was a premise of like, you know, like that's where they could go. It's like a hospital with doctors and everything and, and uh, proper care. But there was really only one doctor, the head of it. And everybody else was just like, a, a you know, it was rampant abuse, terrible, you know, that kind of thing. Bunch of bullshit. Uh, a lot yep. of yeah. dead bodies. Dead yeah, bodies. That kind of, bullshit. yeah, people going missing. Yeah, they, yeah, exactly. So like they were like, you know, many things happen. I'm sure people, kids got beat to death and stuff. Good. Um, so it's like a haunted place, uh, you know, in Rhode Island. It's one of like the premier, it was the premier haunted spot. Yeah. And my so friend and I went on there and I drove my, or... my car. No, we went there just like we were like, you know, one Hiking. night on the way back from a party. We we're like, fuck it. And uh, we smoked Bally High cloves at the time. We just got into those because we were so cool. Wait, cloves? Know, like cloves? Yeah, yeah. Oh, yes. those are fucking good, dude. Yeah. The, black, the black ones. Yeah, those oh, are fucking really awesome. Good. I stick for a while with the little fruity palm trees on it. I love clove cigarettes, so, dude. That's a that's a highlight. 
of premier living. Turn turn me into a ninety year old man from chain smoking in like one month, but yeah, oh, yeah it's all good, dude. Like, yeah, we've all been there. So you and your buddies yep. are out so, there. So, anyways, uh, this is a horror movie setup. If I ever heard one, one friend, yeah, and we were like, all right, we're gonna go inside, right? Like we're gonna go check it out, and like you know, actually be not like chickens. So we get out of the car, and he's like, my friend is, like, scared shitless. He's like, actually, dude, we'll just smoke a clove first, and just, you know, so we can say we smoked outside, like, before we went in, you know? I know. And I was Looking like, oh, cool. For a little bit longer. Whatever. Yeah. And then, he was like, so, exactly, yeah. And then within three minutes, he started, because we were walking around, like, checking stuff out. It's like a series of buildings and, like, a big U-shape, a horseshoe. And, uh... He started like freaking out and crying and ran back. He's like, Oh my God, dude. Oh my God, you see that? And he ran back to the car and he was like trying to open my door. He's like, Open a fucking door, open a door. And I like unlocked the car and I was like, What the hell are you talking about, dude? Like, I had no idea what he was freaking out about. I just thought he was being a bitch. I still think he was being a bitch. But <laughs> For the right uh, he before it was like, he was like, Did you see that, dude? It was like a bison running ass with those horns coming out. And I was like, What the hell are you talking about? But the two things that were crazy as shit, it was the only time my car got stuck in park for like a half hour. We couldn't go anywhere. I literally would turn the key, push the brake, do whatever. Oh, the dude move. must have been freaking the fuck out at that point. Oh my, he's crying profusely. And the other thing too, <clears throat> it was like the, it was calm. It was a certain, you know, so, uh, it was like, just like a really come like summer evening. And in one place, it's like a, a football field size, like, area mm-hmm. the trees were like sideways because the wind was blowing so hard where we were when you left it was like literally like a leaf couldn't drop and like blow anywhere just right it would just fall to the ground so those are the two uh you know telltale signs but since we were talking about haunted, yeah i always thought it was uh you know and also i think uh you know the whole squatch appellation thing mm-hmm. yeah you should go out Go check it out. Let's go hunting. Let's go squash hunting. You know what I mean? I don't have a campus story. Let's make one. Make your own story on the Appalachian Trail there. Hell yeah, like man. The- well, we love having you on the pod. Uh, thank you so much for coming on. Do you want to uh, plug your Instagram and your stand-up dates and shit so people, the folks out there can... Uh, yeah, dude. So, Sean, dates. yeah, dude. Man, my man. So, tell us what's up. So, like, we want to... Instagram yes. and your stand updates. Like, I haven't seen you yet. I'm dying to see you. You oh, obviously dude, got yeah. it going on. Yeah. I'm uh, to open mic or I got a show uh, coming up in October, October 9th, which is a ways away. Okay. Affordable, affordable, fiscally for anyone who wants to go. Yeah. Cranston Comedy Park. I mean, I'm sorry. The Pub on Park in Cranston. So the pub on Park Ave in Cranston, Rhode Island, mm-hmm. and my uh, apparently I just found this out because I don't I'm not an Instagram guy, I'm not a social media guy. I'm an old soul, oh, but yeah. my girlfriend you plug your shit. <laughs> Sean Pepin comedy uh, on Instagram is my tag S H A W N P E P I N comedy. Oh yeah, I'll put it right up on the on the video so we can see the they can read it right off there. I'll have the date for the show October fourth. October ninth. October ninth. Yep. Check out that first video on uh, Instagram there from a squat of my leap that didn't happen. My shin 
checker. Yeah, we'll show that. Too. We can't hear a fucking thing you're saying right now. You're cutting out like crazy. But we'll, we'll put the video up. If you send me the video, I'll put it on the pod. And we'll put that as, a, as, the, uh, as the commercial. I'll have Adam send it to me. Dude, thanks so much for coming on. We love, we love you. You're a great guest. Next time when we have you on, we'll be able to hear you better. And we can't wait to hear more from you, man. Yeah, Sean's fucking funny as shit. He's got it going on. He's going to be another uh, perfect addition to our stuff. On Sunday, October 9th, he's going to be doing stand-up uh, in Cranston, Rhode Island. And uh, me and Joe are going to be there. Wait till you hear his Jawa joke. You're going to lose it. He's funny as fuck. He's got it going on. So we'll see him then. All right, see you later, Sean. Thanks. Yeah, yeah, see you, Sean. Thanks for being here, man. We'll see you next time. See you tomorrow. My mama was a miracle. All right, Woodbugger. All right. I mean, that was a really good story, but I feel like we just sort of, the audio is so rough. I can barely hear him. It's okay. Yeah. Um, when he's back, we'll make sure uh, things are good. Um, it's okay. He's funny as fuck. He's fucking got it all going on. It's all good. He's uh, He's got his, you guys heard his Instagram handle and his fucking stand-up situation. So we're, we're all good here. Um, you want to get back to the feral people, people of Appalachia? For sure. So the last thing which is we hear about Dennis uh, gone. Dennis Martin. Yeah. So the feral people uh, during the depression decided to be better off to live off the land in East Tennessee and Western Carolinas. So they uh, they went and off. I the... think this is nearly 100% of these the tales you hear that aren't related. They're yeah. these people. Who yeah. So like, yeah. So imagine a, a combination of the hills have eyes mixed with um, the hillbillies have eyes. The hillbillies have eyes mixed with the um, the descent people mm-hmm. um, because of the Great Depression. They decided like a lot of us, everyone who probably listens to this podcast has ever thought, you know, maybe if I just went and fucking grew my own shit, had my own fucking animals, had my own eggs, whatever it is, I could live and not be a part of society because society is a pre-programmed bunch of bullshit. And you're right. Um across these people then it just it doesn't become sustainable so they start targeting the weak people and right. wanting to eat them um so Something. dennis fucking martin um realized that there's a you know he's fucked he's gone but the government brought in like a bigger piece of things because all of a sudden it's during vietnam era they realized that people in the united states are the same are probably have a lot of the same tactics the vietnamese to have Viet Cong have mm. um and it's the, the same thing they know the terrain then. they know the terrain they are underground they're above ground they're in the ground they're you know whatever it is um so they brought there's there's the, the, genuinely this isn't just me and joe saying this for a podcast there's multiple different sources of the green berets going to investigate a missing person they don't do that When's the last time that you can think of or you can know of that? Wait, like so the Navy SEALs. Instances. You said there's multiple instances, but did you mean to say there's not very many? Sources. 
Oh, sort. Okay, I got gotcha. you. I thought you were like, saying like you're like yeah, like, that never happens. There's multiple. No, 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 no. Multiple sources that say like this actually happened. Oh no, Green it did. Yeah, went in. It, yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's, it's like yeah. it's like saying like in 2022, like we're in right now, like all of a sudden, you know, I go missing in Cape Cod, where I'm right now, and all of a sudden the Navy SEALs come in and try to yeah, find me because I've got eaten like, by a bunch of fucking hillbillies. Yeah, it doesn't happen. You know, like I this do think actually the happened. Is that it was a child though. Yeah, you know, I get your point where it's like, yeah, but know, dude, Green Beret is going to miss for a child right now. They don't give a shit. Yeah, All but sudden, they're not looking for a missing kid, child in Providence. Looking for a missed child in one of the the densest wooded parts of America. Like regular people aren't going to find shit up there. Yeah, but they the Green Berets, the, the, the Green Berets are search and rescue, but the... they're also designed for hostage. So Green Berets have one purpose: it's hostage rescue. So. They are, they are trained to go into any territory, any circumstance, any whatever is to get a person out of it. They're not, they're not necessarily designed to be like the Coast Guard who goes, oh, there's a person who's you know missing at sea. Yeah, again, that's on the ocean, though. The Green Berets are trained for the woods. Yeah, but they're trained to kill. They're the Coast Guard of the woods. Yeah, but they're trained. They're they are the navy. The National Guard also is too. Like they're pretty right. goddamn yeah. good. They've got the same tools. Yeah, the Green Berets think, have the like Guard real hostage. Too? Any special forces, yeah. Green Berets, <laughs> Navy SEALs, Delta Force, which is mm-hmm. uh, basically Green Berets, is right before Green Berets. Rangers who support all of the above. They're yeah. designed for hostage rescue with uh, superior uh threats do, with weapons no, i think you, know? you have a point there because yeah they could just send the national guard or you know anyone who's an expert i mean you could park rangers would be just as good but park rangers got guns too man they can go hey it's you know we got a person here or whatever it's like we've got a serious threat um who is probably armed and dangerous and we have a hostage situation right. that's probably what to think of a dennis martin so like that's why it's a little weird so my my guess is um these appalachian feral people you gotta watch out for i think that this is not an alien this is not a you know you know big giant like you know hide behind or whatever they call them yeah type of situation it's like no i think that the the scariest thing about why me and joe made sure that you guys know about this this podcast in this episode is that like on the AT, it sounds like it's more Southern, but they still trickle through New Hampshire, Maine. You know, like you said it, it's, it's, it's its own culture along those mountainsides. It doesn't matter what state you're in, because those people, even the ones that aren't feral, they're just normal people who live there. They don't really care what state they're in. They live in no. Appalachia. They don't live <clears> in Virginia or, or Georgia. They live in Appalachia, which is where they live. You know? uh, yeah, exactly. So since 1974, so we're talking like modern day type of thing. Um, Five years after Dennis went missing. Um, there's been a whole ton of murders, even including like 2021. Um, and a yeah, lot of them have, murder. there's recent ones, um, including like, uh, you know, um, uh, you know, and they have victims, you know, it's not the victims, but they have a lot murder- of murders, have murderers. Victims. So you have like Ronald Sanchez jr. Who is murdered by James Lewis Jordan, um, you know, have an actual like suspect you know but there's also ones like 2011 with scott lilly who is unsolved completely unsolved like yeah um there's just somebody who's just been killed missing they're dead and they were suffocated or you know stabbed or whatever it is and they're gone um and uh 2001 
Luis Chaput and Lost Pond Trail, New Hampshire, unsolved. At 52, Luis uh, drove from Quebec to uh, New Hampshire and stayed at a lodge and um, uh, wanted a day hike. And uh, she was never heard from ever again. Um, they filed a missing persons report and her body was found on Thanksgiving with multiple stab wounds. The murder for her is unknown and the killers never found. And um, from, from basically 2001 to 1971, um, a majority of them, you know, like nine out of 10 of them were found that there's, they're unsolved. Every now and then you get a mentally unstable psychopath like uh, Stephen Roy Carr, who had a hate crime because they're fucking fucked. You know, besides that, you've got some weird ass shit. All of a sudden, it's like they just don't know. Someone went missing. They're dead. It's all gone. And there was yeah, no the most motive. Story I heard. I actually watched a video of a of a woman who hiked the full trail, and she was giving advice on staying in these. Um, they have these places were like built along the trail that are wooden structures where people can. I've stay. been in them. Oh, so you know. So I know. I have been in them, shelters. and I know very much. They are essentially when you think of like hostel from the movie Hostel. Yeah. Think of that mixed with the Appalachian Trail. You get a you get a log cabin that has a uh, a there. room with a door that has like uh you know four to eight beds in it, like stacked up on bug beds type of thing, like right. kind of like Auschwitz. Um, and um, and you get to stay there. It's the same thing except you're on you're part of the AT, and this is this is one of the ones that I was and at I recently. Mean, you're just you're it's a lot of the woods out there. I mean, you're getting a lot of people. You're hopefully everyone's on the same page, but you're really just stuck with people in the middle of nowhere where you don't know that are strangers. And she tells a story of what to do and what not to do there. And one of the people that she met when she was hiking that she decided not to stay in this particular lean-to or cabin or whatever, he went on, uh, I think it was nine months later to commit murder and was convicted. So it's like, you never know who fucks out there. This guy was mentally ill and he was very combative. So her and her friends were like, we're not staying with this guy. He can stay here all night. We're going to keep hiking because I don't, I don't trust this dude for one second. And they were right because, you know, you never knew who's out there. And it's not that the woods breed that type of mentality. Maybe it can in the, in the case of the feral mountain people, but like, just, you need to be careful when you're out in places like this. They're the most beautiful places in the world, but humans, when they come together and you're so far away from society and any kind of restraints, you'll, you'll find people who are, 20 year old hikers trying to see the world you'll find you know people who love the land and they're 80 years old they've been hiking these trails their whole life and you'll found you'll find mentally ill violent people who can't not survive in the city so they go out there and they go i can just live out here and no one can put handcuffs on me and no one can give me drugs i just can live like this and then you might bump into them out there too and they might cut your neck open because they think you called their mom a clown when you didn't talk to them like yeah, exactly. Idea. Like, like for example, like James Sovereign Jordan. He went by Sovereign Jordan. His last name is Jordan, mm-hmm. and um, he approached uh, a couple, uh, a girl and a boy. And, um, and this is who I'm talking about. She met exactly. James that's why Jordan. I know. I know this. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah, so Jane. Yeah. So James Sovereign Jordan. This is who it is. Yep. Um, they were walking and then he came up to them and asked them a bunch of weird questions and they were like, no, you know, whatever it is. And he's like, oh, well, I, I can follow you back to whatever it is. And they're like, hey, maybe you know, they could sense something was wrong. Um, yeah, we have an innate ability to sense uh, uh, someone who has bad intentions. 
Mm-hmm. Um, and then they said, hey, we, we, we have a weapon on us. Um, and this person was turned away. They further, they, then after they realized this, they found out that this person is uh, c- killed somebody on that trail. Um, and they, and this guy left because they had a weapon and he could have, they could have killed him. Right. So it's terrifying. So like, you know, as like, you know, the reason we brought this up on this podcast is like, it's, it's, it's no fucking joke out there. You know, as someone, both of us are, you know, have done a lot of hiking and there's fucking freaks, man. Like I was only, um, uh, a couple months ago, I was mountain biking in bumfuck New Hampshire, uh, near Hookset. And, um, uh, one of the people I was biking with had a broken chain. So we're on the side of, uh, the, a deep, deep in the woods, like you know, flat tire outside Texas chainsaw massacre. Exactly. So, so we were, we, on my, on my Strava app, I was about a mile and a half from like the car mile and a half is, is a, is a good distance, you know, as, I mean, especially it's, after it's pretty being far in a city, it's far in the woods. Yeah, exactly. So like, especially when the, when it, when the sun's coming down, it's like a mile and a half oh, at yeah. night when you have a headlamp is like terrifying. And I've done it like way more times you can imagine. So these two guys come up to us and they were in their sixties. They were very trustworthy. You know, like I, 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 we approached them. We're like, we, I was like, Hey, nice to meet you guys. How's it going? Yeah. We got a broken chain, you know, like, Oh, we can help you out. I'm like, all right, cool. Sounds good. And like you, you do some like mental audits of these people to try to figure out like, is this person going to be an issue or not? You judge them by their bike, their clothes, their speech, their, where they're from, how you guys doing, what are you feeling, you know, whatever's, um, but he had a gun. They both had guns and I was in the middle of the woods in the middle of New Hampshire with two people who had guns and I didn't have a gun at the time. Right. Um, and they didn't announce the gun. They didn't mention the other, but I saw, I got a real, real brief clip of like under their sweatshirt i could tell that they had a handgun on them with a clip on it like it had like it looked like a knife but i clearly tell it was a gun and the person i was with didn't notice i'm like i know these things and they had that gun to make sure they were good but they were good and we were good but they were they also know that yeah that's not that they're bringing ill intentions they could have very well but yeah who the fuck know who are you i mean i know yeah. you but to, to them there's a couple of old dudes being like hey what well, you guys need some help but you could have been like hey my bike chain's broken then you wrap the chain around his neck and you fucking strangle him you know yeah exactly you know and like i've i i just recently went through this and i'm like i trust these guys they seem pretty cool you know and like um it, his gun looked like a knife but i saw the clip on there so it was a it was a it was a handgun with 22s and it had a clip on it like like literally a knife you buy at home depot um yeah. but and they did that i'm like you know these were good people who had a gun, but I'm like, these could have just easily just been people who just fucking cut our throats. So it's, it's crazy out there. You know, it's not that simple. It's not that, um, you know, oh, oh, it's good. The trees, you know, um, when it comes to humans, fuck it up. <laughs> it's the, well, humans they do. That are the problem. Well, they sure do. Cause like Cause humans you know, are the biggest threat when, to humans. Well, it, it, they are. And, and most importantly to, to acknowledge is that like, um, everything that we're going through in our lives, you know, emotions, stress, fear, anxiety, whatever it is, um, look to the woods. The trees don't care about, uh, you know, drama or fear, emotions, whatever it is. They're stable. We're the ones who aren't. Yeah. We're they're malleable for us. And they'll be, we, here long we, yeah, exactly. We try to think that like, Oh, we're going to change our environment to fit us. It's like, no, the environment is always the same. We're the ones who need to be malleable. So when we're out there, the only threat is us. 
right? We're, we're the not the trees. Way. It's not the wolves. It's not the deer. Yeah. It's not the bears. They're predictable. It's the it's the the other shit that comes across that, which could be these, um, you know, mountain folk. And these mountain be, folk. And could you um could you enable uh, screen sharing and audio? I, I hate to sure can, but I would be so remiss. And I want I want to couch this in. There are millions of fine, amazing folks who choose to live off the grid and live in the Smoky Mountains and all over the Appalachian Trail who are great people. Just because you don't live as a part of our society in America does not mean that you are less intelligent, that you are violent, that you're a worse person than anybody else. No. But that being said, the level of inbreeding is astounding. Holy tomato. Yeah, exactly. If you really are in a small community, much like that goat that you're talking about earlier, you want to fuck whether or not yeah. you're in, in mm-hmm. the, the good part about living in large communities is that you're allowed to, as long as everyone's cool with it, but the smaller and the more isolated you get, the less people you have, you still have those tendencies you want to express and you still want to live your life. And because of that, these small communities and due to isolation and lack of education and just, you know, basic human instincts, there's a lot of inbreeding going on there, not a lot of hospital visits. So I have a, a short clip of a person who interviews this family Ooh, called the Whitakers. Let's do it. The Whitakers. The Whitaker family. He's gone back in recent times. And I want to stress, this person is very kind. He's open-minded. His entire channel is about interviewing people who, are, who have been kind of left behind society, whether it's you know prostitutes who have been abused, heroin addicts, things like that. So he's coming at it as, a, as an empathetic standard. He's not there to make fun of them or to poke fun at them. But that's why I'm here. And this shit's crazy. You got to see this family. And I'm ready. Entire family. And for the audio listeners, which are most of our listeners, just know the sound of the dog barking in this video is not a dog. It is the eldest brother of the family. Oof, that's how he talks. Sad. This yeah. is how he talks. There's dogs there, but they're not barking. And yeah. This, you, know how this used, is... you can tell how used to this they are. The dogs are not even reacting to him, literally barking. I mean, it's fucking wild. So let's... Uh, viewer discretion advised but they're nothing bad happened they're just they're just it's living their good. lives these are just people who are inbred these are people who this yeah, is an inbred family so let's go joe let's see it let's do oh it boy here we go can you see that all right oh that, that's yeah. that's uh there's there's auntie and there there's yeah. here's the uh the older uh, i've seen this before holy yeah, shit so, you know, this so. is like if i had kids with myself <laughs> yeah i mean you can I mean, I again, I'm not even going to try to couch it anymore. You guys can be mad at me. I mean, for I, fun uh, of, but I mean, they all look identical. They all look the same. Oh, that, that's, that's generations of inbreeding we're looking at here. So I'm going to turn it down a lot and you, make sure it sounds too loud. Here we go. Um, do you have the volume on? Oh, sorry. Did you enable audio? Let me make sure. Um... Oh, I might have to do it uh it says i should be good so yep. make sure you get the uh, audio yeah okay yeah sorry i'll yep. cut that out all right here we go you're uh <laughs> you guys i mean did you go to school you did some some, some of your bro- some of your brothers and sisters probably didn't go to school or how much schooling did they get they didn't they didn't wish to long but they graduated you graduated from what? High school. You went to high school, Timmy? Yeah, he went to high school. That's the guy who graduated high school. I can tell. <laughs> He's the smartest one. High school, I'm back. 
And how about you, Lorraine? No, she didn't went to school. She didn't. And, uh... No, they didn't went to school. Come on up. You know, I think this is where I got my, uh, in 2001, where my family got our first dogs. You got got them from this place? Trippendale came from this place. Yeah, they definitely did. This Uh, is exactly where it was. He brings them, he goes, oh, take a a tour of the house. Here's the house. They all, they've lived in all their lives. Yeah, this is exactly where we got them. Wait, that's him barking, right? Yeah, I'll I'll leave it there. I'll, I'll one more shot of the porch. Wait, this is like, this is him barking. Yeah, yeah, it's him. Yeah. He's barking. Hey, hey. That's that's him. That's how he, he's, he only he speaks dog. Yeah. Anymore. Okay. Yeah, got it. Yeah. They think he used to be able to talk a little bit. Timmy, but you went now to high school, right? Talk at all. Get up. I mean, even the fact these people are willing to entertain this guy. Uh, like, look at how like this is the first guy they've seen outside the family in months, yeah. and the guy couldn't be more bored by it. He's reading the paper. T- Timmy, tell me about. Timmy Tell doesn't about, give a fuck. But you remember of your of your of your parents. Can you tell me anything? <clears throat> Lorraine, what, 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 can, what can you remember of your family? Uh, she doesn't know, but she likes Dr. Pepper, so that's pretty cool. Dr. Pepper <laughs> is good, so she definitely so is in there only somewhere. Only one of the family can communicate with the outside world. Everyone else she is just like in chose their own Pepsi world. or Coke, uh, and she chose Dr. Pepper. Dr. Pepper is good. You think it'd be Mountain Dew? Anyway, but, I want to uh, see that, that little example of yeah. What well, there you go, guys. We just saw a uh, so imagine if uh, me and um, well. <laughs> Don't even bother. It's not worth it. <laughs> Two inbred, uh, a group of like four or five people who are inbred, um, who are fucked. Um, oh, here's a good example for the folks. Adam and Eve, living. and then they had kids, and then you know how we yes, all were born. Exactly. Inbred. This is where we all started. Yeah. And there's a reason yeah. why you're supposed to spread out a little bit. It's because the genetics get all jumbled up, and then the diseases get on the board. Yeah. And then your mental capacity is a little limited. So I'm saying this kind of behavior, these people are obviously still part of society. They have a road, they have a house, but can you imagine this combined with living in the mountains for multiple generations and you're supposed to reason with them? I mean, it's not really their fault at that point. It's just, it's not. Are. And most things aren't, I mean, any day sh- and in a way, I mean, nothing's really anyone's way. fault as far as I'm concerned. And take accountability but like uh them for example they see an outsider who's not part of their tribe and their tribe is so small and based off of one set of dna right they're gonna eat you and um that's a bummer which is another way to get diseases (laughs) is eating people because one of the um you get the jitters yeah one of also besides the jitters too one of the major major incurable diseases that we know about in the world is called uh prions or prions in other words from eating and what they are is they're even like more simple than a virus which it's it's a protein chain where it reacts within your body basically it's like a chemical reaction it's not it has no will of its own it's like your whole entire body is made of connects the Legos and the way that these things lock into your brain, they slowly deteriorate just the way it comes out like that. So if you do eat meat that has prions in it, it will go to your brain and you will die. There's no cure. There's no drugs to stop it. You're done. And the way to get that is from eating other people and particularly eating human brains. That's why some tribes in Papua New Guinea and other places that eat people's brains 
Yeah. They do contract this uh, illness and you are donezo. There's no way out of it. Yeah. So from the Dylan Joe based podcast, don't fuck your sister and don't eat your family's brains. This is, uh, <laughs> Didn't think we have to tell you that, but we are, that is a hard stance. Sometimes you never know who's listening to this. We've got we're, our, our viewership is going up and we feel really <laughs> bad about, you know, things, but this yep. entire podcast, I know it's been hard to listen to. I know, I know. you're it's in your Tesla or you're in your fucking Corolla. No one would, it's all good. Um, on there. But just know that hiking on the AT, hiking in general is dangerous as someone. It's beautiful we, and wonderful, but it's not to be shaken off. I mean, we're it, doing it. Um, no fucking around. It's, uh, you know, like when things are, when, especially when you go off the sidewalk. Right. As someone who does not like sidewalks, I don't live on the sidewalk. I fucking hate normal society. I can't deal with it. Yes. But when you go off of the sidewalk, when you decide to hike Mount Mananak, the most hiked mountain in the entire world, it's still something that 99.9 to the power of fucking 55 never touch. Yeah. Stay where they tell you to because it's, it's not like you're on a sidewalk. You are so far from a fucking sidewalk and they're telling you to walk on that. Just walk do it for that. a reason. You know, like, just, just don't go off the beaten path when you're in nature it's yeah, going you're already to benefit off the you path, stay on the beaten path when you're off the beaten yeah. path. it's for it's your safety it's not there's no conspiracy there's no like we're trying to control you whatever's at no, that point no one's looking so you don't have to be yeah no one's looking no one gives a fuck it's all good that path is there strictly just for your safety and right. for the safety of the uh you know environment as well but overall it's for your safety don't fucking do it no one oh, will yeah. find you. You'll die. You'll rot. You could get eaten or raped by a bunch of these fucking fucks. And it's besides that, you know, again, none of us really know. We don't know about the, the, the super normal, super like the paranormal, whatever it is. Mm-hmm. But they're very, very, very well could be that guy who's dragging a knife across your tent who wants to fucking eat you and your girlfriend. And um, that shit it. could really exist. It really could. They've got skills you don't have and they're not stupid. Yeah, like, they live there. You're just if they there. found you and they're not scared about walking at night and then finding a tent full of like uh, people who live in Boston, you're not going to end well with this. It's not going to be good. So, so our whole thing is that like, yeah, don't, uh, yeah, don't be inbred. And um, when you're in the middle of the woods, just, just take it fucking easy. Like, don't think you're better than that. It's not going to work for you. Yeah, Dylan and I don't agree on everything, but we do agree on some things. We do. That's one of them. Yeah, and this is one of them. Is that like, yeah, sure. Your risk of uh, alien abduction and, uh, you know, Mothman or whatever it is, it goes up when you're out there. But this group of like people who are sort of DNA related to us, of European people, um, they might be there. We don't really know. It's a little fucking scary. So, um, or, or like Sean said, they could be uh, there could be like a whole bunch of weed um, in yeah. the middle of the woods and they're projecting that. And all of a sudden you come across people with AK-47s out of you know, <laughs> nowhere and you're like just trying to just trying to clear camp and then they fucking sell you to the sex sex market. Yeah, because they might not nice. kill you. They might go, oh, you're worth uh, human life is worth on the sex um, like sex slaves. I think I think we're a quarter million bucks right now, like a oh, white wow. American male going up but I mean, so like a white american female is like 250 we're probably 150 
Oh, um, I don't think it's that close. Oh no, I mean, I no, they're two fifty. They're I definitely two fifty. I, I mean, I, I would assume rather that we might be one. Email is like ten to one for the for the price. That's a good point. Time. No, I know. The yeah, so they're two fifty. Let's give us ninety. I'll give us ninety. <laughs> this is disgusting. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, so maybe yeah, you're guess... 95. I'm 90. I don't know. I don't know what they're yeah. looking for, but like, uh, <laughs> we're definitely not high on the list of things. Um, no, no. And, yeah, uh, I do remember bite. the exact point in my life where I was like, I probably won't get kidnapped anymore. No, I remember I'm being good. a kid and I was like constantly afraid of getting kidnapped. And I hit one age, I don't remember when it was, but I was like, I probably will never get kidnapped. Uh, I might get murdered, but my level yeah, of kidnapping is, is plummeted. Once you hit a certain age as a man, you're like, I'm not gonna kidnap anymore. They'll no, just kill me. You're good. And, and I talk to, you know, females a lot. I know a lot of them and the things that they deal oh, with right. just by going to the grocery store versus us are oh, unbelievable. Yeah. You wouldn't even, even think, think of these things. Shit. You yeah. think of this. I'm like, no one fucking talks to me. Everyone, you know, whatever is now some, some weird persons. They're stopped. always being harassed. Always it's terrifying. Like if you're, if you're a girl between the ages of fucking anything to, you know, 50, you're getting harassed like hardcore. We don't have that. It doesn't happen to me at all. No. It's terrifying. So like, um, fuck that. Fuck those people. If you see someone doing that, you just fucking slam their face in the side of a ramen aisle. Yeah, but all like that shit where it's like, oh, we can't catcall anymore. It's like, no, no, you no. can't harass strangers anymore. Nope. Oh, whoopsie daisy. It's, it's not attractive. It's fucked culture. up. It looks like you're because imagine that would happen to you. It's, it's the empathy thing. It's like if you were you, or if it was your daughter walking around, would you want some creepy old guy like you walking up and be like, "Hey, nice ass, honey." It's like you're a fucking creep, and you're and you're making people scared to live their life. It's fucked up. Don't fucking. And if it was my kid, I'd end up in jail because I'd probably kill the person. So exactly. like, of I'm course. not not having that. Of course. So uh, on that note, before things get too dark, take it easy out there. Watch <laughs> it when you're hiking. It's not as safe as you think. It's a fucking I terrifying. think that most of the disappearances are people getting lost in the woods or they're stumbling upon moonshiners. Yep. And probably. Activity. Yeah. It's mostly if Joe. You get lost is, in I, Columbia, I firmly for example, believe the Joe didn't is, get you. It's the fucking yeah. cartel. You're getting killed. Yep. I, uh, I, I have to agree with Joe on most mostly on this one is that like it's probably not even what we're saying it's probably most the fact that you just got lost and it's fucked it's up the most it's probably relatively okay out there, there but you just gonna be kill some people but the percentage yeah. is so low i mean you're more likely to get killed by uh jesse sovereign whatever his name is like that's what you should be afraid of man the mountain yeah. people obviously if, if you see them don't fuck with them you know don't, they won't fuck with you kind of thing but like the real terror as we always talk about in this podcast it's the it's the devil you know yeah yeah in the 40 years that we have data on like missing people in the white mountains for example it's like one every three years someone someone goes missing and of those one of the three you know 80 percent of them they know who did it so which means that exactly. it's probably not we think it is but still just you know take it fucking easy so that's the basic yeah. folks stay safe on the note that's it yeah safe stuff there we'll see you guys for episode 62 coming up soon and watch out for the wood booger watch out we love you guys peace i've met hank jr sang with hank the third and i played with roger allen wade and tom arnold bought this here tattoo yeah fucking go for it yeah, Joe's always a fucking if, asshole. If it's gonna be until weird if I just talk on this. the entire time and then you're just a guest <laughs> staring at me, it'll make no sense if you're not. So that's 
Yeah. Well, that's how I trained. Like, I, in order to become friends with Joe, I had to like learn how to like keep my mouth closed for more than like five minutes at a time. Man, I would like tell Joe, like, I, I'm not following you around. I'd see him like roll his eyes and be like, all right, I'll just talk later on. Yeah. yeah. I want to point the camera up so I'm not looking at you, just your chest. Like, I want to see most of your face. There you go. Nice. All right. Yeah, there we yeah. go. Nice. Awesome. Got a nice bag there, I see. Hitting that thing around. What else you got in the basement? Oh, yeah, Looking yeah, good, yeah. man. Yeah. yeah. Cool. Come on. I feel like yeah, we're like yeah, fucking video calling grandma right now. <laughs> <laughs> this is like going around me. Oh, yeah. I probably heard about that. Yeah. It's exactly right. in the same spot. It's just you're sitting further back. I never dreamed that I never works for you. It didn't. The angle just, did not change at all. Exactly. How about I just oh, like I'll, that. I'll, yeah. All right, we don't so need to enact the entire hand job, but we get the picture. So what happens next? <laughs> anyway, I want to hear your O face on the pod. We got, you know, kids listen to this. Many a times, yeah, already. <laughs> Not an enduring quality. Okay. Just to get a hand job. <laughs> <laughs> Basically, you're making the most of your one day without having to watch your daughter, which is you had a lot going on. And part of that process of moving was getting a quick handy on the way there. Okay. It was a runner scoring position, at least. You know, I didn't really hit home plate still. Because I remember I was trying to go as fast as I could because I was, like, coming up on, uh, like, Cranston to make it to North Kingstown. And I was like, I don't have long before I fall asleep. So Rhode Island. Um, the window and I, I uh, there was a uh, not Tim and Eric who's the the black guy and the other black guy key and peel yeah yeah so they're like like you know they're they're playing John Madden but they're like all right yeah 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 you know, the, the point of the game point of the game is yeah. to get the ball yeah from the other, from here yeah, to the other are side they, of the are they whoever scores the most touchdowns by the end of the game that's the team that's gonna win the game that's the one that's going to again. That's, that's, the, that's the Frank point. Caliendo's <laughs> bit, though, you're thinking of. And you're mixing oh, yeah, up with the you're right. Yeah, 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 I know. The yeah, college exactly. football okay. thing. Yeah, yeah right. exactly. That's exactly <laughs> that's the whole fucking the point here is that it's like, oh, yeah, I know. Just put your mouth on that. You uh, go as far as you can. Like, eventually, yeah, we you get know. to a point where everyone's feeling good. And everyone's it's yeah, like, and the next thing you know, yeah. I'll raise my hand. And then, you know, you'll yeah, get ready you for it. the uh, full impact. Exactly God, that's that's like unlocked the car, and I was like, "What the hell are you talking about, dude?" Like, I had no idea what he was freaking out about. I just thought he was being a bitch. I still think he was being a bitch. But <laughs> all right, so uh, <laughs> I can't see you doing that. It's not gonna be. The video. <laughs> all right, I'm out of here. Yeah. What's up, John? Man. Have a good night. Thank you. It was nice meeting you, bro. Ah, uh, you too, dude. We'll see you. Uh, I'll I'll see you October 9th. We'll be there. I'll talk to you before that. Yeah, I told you. Can't wait. All right, later, man. See ya. All right, Woodbugger.